0: That's
1: so scary.
2: (laughs) Good evening, everybody. Good
0: evening.
1: Good evening.
2: Good good to see you all. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Year. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right.
2: Okay, this is um, uh, a special edition, a special Nob Twillers edition, uh, because we're going to talk about uh, Live 11, Ableton Live 11 and all its new features Uh, we thought it would be nice to get a bunch of people together who all use live and are uh, experts in using them in using it it, and um uh what i think it would be interesting is to see what everybody thinks about the new features and how it would impact their personal workflow because um yeah as we all know we can you can use live in many many different ways um Mm. and uh yeah so i thought let's just hook up and see um, what it all means what we can all do with it it's a very exciting update i must say i've been using it since um, uh, 1.0 and um, uh, yeah um, i think the the upgrade now is uh, is a very very relevant one a very uh, drastic one uh, compared to um, 8 and 9 and 10 basically uh so yeah let's introduce our crew uh i'll just go from uh, left to right and from top to bottom camille is here
3: camille damen joining us hi how are you <laughs> i'm good yes just uh hanging out tonight <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, super excited about the the update and uh, this chat so yeah looking forward <laughs> nice nice and maurits maurits
2: boegman uh of ableton <clears throat> is uh, joining us. Hello Maurits, how are you hey, doing? Hey,
0: I'm fine. Thanks for having me. It's really cool.
2: Nice to see you. And joining us from down under Australia, Nadia Struibiech. Hey. Hey. Let's
1: <laughs> hey. be okay. Dutch. No.
2: <laughs> we, we were just talking about the, about the weather and that we were all uh, uh, starving. It's, it's, uh, you know, like uh, uh, dealing with uh, very cold studios and uh, and everything and you are there in in yeah. australia enjoying your 25 degrees celsius lucky you yep
1: sweating <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, is it too I, hot I, is it too hot well sometimes it is because it also it is also very humid so it's like um yeah and the sun is like burning because there is no ozone layer so mm. it's just like so I'm happy to have a cold studio, actually.
2: OK, that's good, that's good. Well, at, at least you, you were able to post beautiful sunsets on uh, on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making us jealous. Um, Robin, Robin is here. Amen. R- regular Robin, uh, Robin Kamschoer, joining us as well. Uh, all good, Robin?
4: Yeah, at a, at, a, at a quiet New Year's Eve, but uh, that's OK. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Working on a lot of stuff, so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to what uh, this year will uh, will bring. Let's uh, let's see. Well, at least it will bring a a, a live update,
2: so uh, that's yeah, something to well, look forward to. <laughs>
5: great start absolutely.
2: <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. Um, so I I guess we are all using live um, maybe we can go f- quickly from person to person to uh, kind of explain the process really quickly you know what what kind of uh, workflow you have in in, in life at the moment and um, and then later we can get into the into how the updates would uh, uh, would change that or how you would bene- benefit from the new features and stuff like that so uh, maybe you, Go the same same ways before, uh, Camille. What's what's your usual um, workflow, or what do you use usually uh, uh, do in life? And do you use hardware? Do you are you in the box? Can you can you tell us about that?
3: Yeah, lately I've uh, I've been really in in the box only. So I do have some uh, some electron devices and uh, a Nord and a base station, but they're all catching dust at the moment. <laughs> Because I'm uh, I'm living with my uh, my roommate, and you know, to, we have we have more absorbers than than gear at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I work and also because I teach a lot, so I uh, I work mainly in the box and um, and been like really the past two years, yeah, f- uh, focusing on the workflow within uh, Ableton and yeah, I have like a template with some some uh, pre-made racks, some pre-made sounds that I made, and yeah, everything is ready to go usually, and I, I work in session view, where I create like an idea, I use some follow actions for, for the clips, so uh, so they launch automatically, and I can create some randomization, and then I just record, I use a push, and uh, usually an APC40 to control some some parameters, maybe with some max for live devices, and then I just jam the track in, and that's that's my first initial idea sometimes I do two or three jams, and that's uh, that's the main workflow and then I pick out the best take and uh, and start um, yeah, finalizing it
2: okay yes. and then you mix down to a stereo file and you basically bounce out the result and that's your your end result yeah that's my so end it's result, 100% yeah. in the box okay yeah yeah okay cool uh, yeah I should say hello everybody who's watching this uh, on Twitch and YouTube uh, as always we're probably going to be very very lazy in, in uh, <laughs> picking the questions, but I do encourage you if you if you um, uh, get some ideas along the way, uh, want to ask any of us something, please do, and we'll try to answer it. Uh, and thank you for. Uh... Guys, <laughs> yes, uh, my
3: neck hurts. But... <laughs> no, i quite hide, But I should maybe I should sit higher. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I always sit really lazy. Like, watch out, maybe my neck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a round house.
5: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> so lots of good evenings from the comments. So hi everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Um, yeah, let's move on to Maurits. Maurits, uh, what is your usual workflow?
0: So my usual workflow is start with push, making beats, or start with chopping uh, files and make a beat out of it and then I have a lot of hardware so I'm also a keyboard player so I have uh, a grandmother some analog uh, Euro rack stuff and yeah you can see a road and a sir. so I uh, play it like uh, record it as an audio and then um, record a lot of stuff first in session view then arrangement view and then uh, if I have sort of an idea, then I'll go to Arrangement View and play like longer stuff in, or, yeah, a lot of hardware and then record it as an audio file. Um, A lot of Ableton stock devices or effects, and I think that's it. I make like minimal, lo-fi, groovy, instrumental stuff, and um, so you don't need a lot of, stuff to make a track in, my, mm-hmm. sort of in, my, in the music that I make. So if, if I have like a track with, I don't know, 20 to 30 tracks, a song with 30 tracks, then that's a lot for, for me. <laughs> it's
2: a lot for me too. <laughs>
5: yeah, for me well, yeah.
2: But I, I, last time we talked, we actually had a, a private uh, uh, sort of Zoom type meeting and, and you showed us uh, that you basically can do everything uh, by uh, starting on the push, so you you basically uh, have a work workflow which which is almost like a hardware workflow because you you um, you start everything on hardware and and you mostly ignore even the the screen of uh, yeah. of Ableton, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I'm yeah I love to like twiddling with knobs and stuff yeah. <laughs> I'm in the right place, I think. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> So um, yeah, when I start with Ableton, it was also I, I just wanted, I just bought the push, the first push because I want to if I want to control a filter, I want to turn on the knob and not draw in a, a line, and that's two different workflows. they all the two are like cool, you know. Mm. But for me, the one with the knob works better because I don't know you can feel what you're doing, and if you draw it, for me it you know it was like typing an email. I know some guys like uh, uh, Retrovision. He he does everything in the box, and he uh, how do you say? He draw draw in notes and everything. He he draws in everything, but it sounds like super groovy and super musically. So it's but you know it's a, a talent that I don't have. So I I'm more like turning and playing, and it's nice to you know to maybe dim the screen. And start on push but yeah, that's, yeah. yeah yeah you see that a lot
2: actually with people who are who are getting into music uh, in in recent years who basically start with a laptop or a door you know um, that they take the approach of, of working in the box and writing everything out you know like like you said like drawing melodies and 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 using shit loads and shit loads of uh, uh, you know uh, audio devices and and uh, uh, audio effects in a way that Um, that are not really by the book, but still very, very creative, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I sometimes see arrangements with with like uh, massive, massive change and everything is doing a little bit and something really freaky. And and the end result is amazing. But um, when you are brought up with, um, you know, in in the classic way, you know, using a mixer and, and external hardware and stuff, um, that it would not be your first intuition how to use um, an an environment like Ableton, you know, or or any DAW basically. Right. Um, anyway, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I think that's be, that's mostly done by people who are uh, working exclusively in the in the computer and who've, who've uh, got, con- got connected or introduced in music production by using just that, you know. So um... I
3: started on Fast tracker like when I was 15 or so, I think it's, it's too long ago. But it's um, and then I went more into hardware as I grew older. Then I sold mm-hmm. the hardware when the plugins came. I thought, oh, no! I, and then I regretted it. <laughs> and then I slowly started building more hardware. And now, since I live here, I've been using mostly in the box. I went out the box, in the box, and it's mm-hmm. pretty cool to see the, the difference I, I can appreciate.
4: Both have their
3: advantages I think yeah yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. also mm-hmm. maybe you've tried it once once I uh, made some music like I made clips and I selected sound without really listening to stuff I was just programming everything and then programming like a whole arrangement with automation like what I think it would do and then listen to the results and you, you don't know how it's gonna sound but it was a cool experiment so you can you can also with programming I can I think you can do super cool stuff to keep yourself sort of like entertained by mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, making music you know yeah right. Yeah. cool, Nadia. you are more like a a, a both
2: world type producer right like hardware and yeah. <laughs> and software what is your yeah. your process recently
1: um I actually both because i I do love to limit myself and then just go over to only Ableton or only just choosing for hardware but i I just do really everything, so what I'm doing, I record all like I have there my some synths. Up and I record them in Ableton, um, just one takes actually, and then I tweak them around with plugins from Ableton or third parties, um, just to because I, I want to have I want to influence the sound like afterwards and not like when I'm there. So I like that combination, um, but I also really like to like last time I just made some Ableton tutorials with only Ableton and very limited. And you can create so much out of only audio and stuff and then i feel more like a programmer instead of a musician so i feel like uh to combine them both i i think for me that works just the best because i get inspiration like it's like endless inspiration then
2: yeah so but and you you do a lot of improvisational music as well so so how do you go about uh incorporating that in in uh in an end result, because like you said, you record stuff uh, from your hardware into Ableton and then you manipulate it. Uh, do you feel you you can retain the the vibe and the idea and the feeling uh, from that stuff you recorded live? Because that usually, you know, when you do that, you, you have these moments where everything kind of clicks together and uh, mm-hmm. and there is a danger of ruining that if you go too far with Manipulating it afterwards. how you how do you do with that? Yeah
1: yeah, I think that is indeed like that. And also the sound quality, it is just different. You hear like the difference between analog and that's what I hear and digital. Um, but what I mostly do, it they are one takes. So I'm just um, I just make like build everything up like a live set and then I uh, record it in Ableton. And sometimes I think that's why that didn't happen before i'm I'm not that far yet that I'm uh, ready to improvise like what you said because it sounds different. Um, yeah, so mostly are one takes because I also don't have a digital mixer. I have an analog mixer um, so I need to, otherwise I need to um, record every channel separately. oh um, so you,
2: so you're saying you, you, you don't multi-track it you just record the the stereo. Um, yeah. Mix into Ableton. Yeah. Oh, okay. And how can how can so basically you use Ableton as a two-track editor then so, somehow or?
1: Yes, I do. But sometimes I also notice that I miss some layering, and then oh, okay. I can ex- like use a external plugin or whatever to create.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, so you do overdubs in Ableton. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like
1: okay. how we did actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. A bit.
2: Okay. Different. <laughs> cool. Interesting. Um, okay robin your turn Have okay. you <laughs> uh, uh,
4: let's see like uh regarding uh, sounds i use ableton in combination with my hardware here and what i basically do is i multi-track my live jams uh, with my hardware into ableton uh, so i uh, use uh, mostly use the arrangement window and after that, I uh, like to do uh, the, the mix downs and everything in, uh, in Ableton itself. And also, I like to manipulate stuff. And sometimes that, uh, that ends up with manipulating stuff a little bit so I, that's, that I keep the original uh, idea. But sometimes it also gets manipulated into ways that it's not recognizable anymore. But then I'll keep that because it's a great result, you know. And uh, uh, lately, I've also been re- rediscovering some uh, some Ableton uh, uh, instruments, like the, the Operator, for example. So I like to, like uh, sound source wise, I like to use both the, the Ableton uh, synths and uh, in in combination with my uh, with my hardware. Mm. And I basically do the same for my uh, my live and hybrid uh, set. Well, as you uh, as you know and uh yeah what i've what i'm also using ableton for is for example if i do um, audio visual sets like what i did on the fusion festival that that was an audio visual set in the 5.1 surround environment um i made a whole template with max for Live to control that that whole surround uh, environment uh in order so. uh yeah, that I can perform really well uh, with that. Mm. And the the surround things are only uh, standard modules that I used for, uh, that are already come with Ableton. So I, I didn't write any any custom modules for it. it it's only with standard surround modules that already came with this. Mm.
3: Do you know the uh, en- en- Envelope guys from, I think they're from Canada. They make they mm-hmm. a lot of these patches as well. It's called Envelope. And they, yeah. they have all different like uh, yeah like devices they made.
4: To- did they did they create some devices for Max for Life? Because I think I've I've installed those as well. Yeah, if they are be, devices.
3: I've installed it once as well, but I've never been went that far to uh, <laughs> to actually create a 5.1 set. Okay. Good. <laughs> but, uh, but, um,
4: because uh, Ableton has several uh, surround uh, uh, modules and what I ba- basically it's a lot of config- a lot lot of things to configure but I just use it with uh, the mx12 which is uh, which is this controller mm-hmm. and I just use that controller to control the whole uh, the whole surround part and uh, yeah it uh, it it works great you know.
3: Yeah, it's super nice to to yeah. have your sounds go all around. It's like a, yeah. a different experience. It's like takes you so much away from the the stereo. You know, nothing. Your sounds don't have to go through two speakers anymore. You get so much more space. Yeah, I, I did cool. a project with DMB Audio called Soundscape, and we went mm-hmm. to um, uh, to their factory in in Baknong, and they have like a 50 meters mm-hmm. long factory there with their their technology, uh, uh, which which like calculates and the delay. And the volume which should come out of each speaker, and it does it sort of like real time with like only a few milliseconds of delay, and it's so insane to hear your music on on such an environment, and yeah. that it could be the future as well. You know, just to go on a tangent here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's yeah, I think this could be the future, but it will take a long time before all the clubs are wired and we can actually all uh, have such a system in our studio. But yeah, you, you need to all change. Clubs the, all,
0: now, right? uh, <laughs> all clubs are mono now, right? All clubs are mono now. A lot of them are, yeah. 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 So you need
4: to change the whole infrastructure for a club if you want yeah. to do something yeah. like yeah, that. Maybe, yeah. maybe first
0: stereo and then surround.
3: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. you have to have the, the location set up as well for it. But yeah, yeah. there could yeah. be like a cool... Like, if there's ever kind of you know, once there the festivals are back and the, the clubs are open, maybe a you nice festival,
4: like a free let's let yeah. keep it on when, not if, but when.
3: Yeah, when it happens, it would be cool to have like a surround uh stage. Was it some fusion as well that you had a, a specific like everybody on that stage was surround or was it just you?
4: uh only me and uh, uh I think uh, let's see fusion is a five day festival first time I did it there was 2015 and the next, second time I did it was two well uh 2019 and they have like several acts uh per day that that were invited to uh, to do that
3: yeah wow. yeah cool yeah that's nice but
4: sticks. but yeah. but uh yeah yeah uh, I uh, I love to do stuff like that although it's it's First one was tricky because I didn't uh, take into account that the sound actually travels, and I didn't stand in the middle of the of the. I didn't stand in the sweet spot because the sweet spot was meant for the for the audience. So it oh. was a bit tricky, but luckily after ten minutes I got it. Why why my mixdown seemed to be off? Which it, it wasn't off because I was not in the sweet spot yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: You know,
4: when the, the, the tr- sounds travel around. But okay, you know, uh, the lesson learned within ten minutes, and the rest, uh, all the set went great. So okay, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. a whole yeah. new world. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Actually, Robin and I had a meeting, uh, a video meeting with uh, the DMB guy that you that you were talking about. So uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And um, I mean, as much as I love doing stuff in in uh, multi with multi-channel audio. There is always the problem of, um, you know, the sweet spot or the, you know, having needing a special environment to to really yeah. Uh, yeah. get the most out of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so sure. I, I I doubt that it's the future in the sense that all clubs in are at some point going to be um, like that, you know, with multi-channel mm-hmm. uh, audio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there there might actually be, uh, I, I, I do see a future where where um festivals or um or yes uh, f- festivals will have like a stage especially for it or, or to yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah and then yeah. and then just invite people to to make work for these type of environments as a yeah. um,
4: that's that's a what happens that's exactly yeah. what uh, the way that yeah. was arranged yeah. already yeah. 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 yeah i, I would so love
1: that it's so cool i yeah. I, I think i i spent so much time on panning stuff and like where it comes from and and how your body reacts to that. Yeah, that's
2: mm-hmm. cool. Well, yeah. actually, it, it, when I, I I spent about a year and a half on, on a 5.1 project, and.
4: You did it uh, as well. You, you, you played uh, gigs as well with 5.1. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But to, to, uh, uh, to um, say, you know, to, to connect with what Nadia's saying, uh, by mixing in, in 3D, uh, mm-hmm. For a while, I've also learned a lot about uh, over, I, I, I things, a lot of things I can apply to stereo mixing, you know, mm-hmm. when you mix in with multiple sound sources uh, or, you know, anything more than two uh, points where the sound is coming from, if you have two points, you're basically mixing along an axis, you know, oh. um,
5: mm-hmm.
2: because it's one line between the between the two speakers and every spatial uh, uh, thing that goes on in the mix is basically all based on suggestion you know because it's not really moving anywhere in the in the room uh, com- coming from anywhere in the room except for these two sources but once you put a third one and even more when when you put like five or seven or whatever amount of speakers around you mm-hmm. you are not mixing along an axis but you're mixing in a field like in yeah. uh, in a 3d yeah. field yeah. and yeah. that's a hell of a lot of difference you know that's that's actual yeah. actually mm-hmm. being able to make sounds appear from behind you you know it's not suggestion, but it actually is appearing from behind you so Uh that's a it's a whole different way but you can apply some of those techniques and things you learn from uh, mixing in a 3d field to stereo mixing you know you think about sound more as a uh, a stage like a 3d field and you can do a lot with Suggesting things uh, further away, of suggesting, uh, you know, uh, you know, making, making, using techniques that should, that kind of make you believe things are more in the front or in the back, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like the spatial,
0: <clears throat> spatial audio also for, uh, I have like AirPods Pro and they have like spatial audio now. So if you have an iPad and you're watching a movie, and then okay. when you move your head, then you still hear the, the guy just talking yeah. here and it's oh fuck is my ear on or you know you're checking it because it's so real that and uh so you then you have like two uh, like earpieces but you have like a, a sort of uh 3d environment is also mm. a that new Sonics, thing uh, yeah i believe right the
3: yeah uh, technique
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. but we're talking about spatial wow. audio now. <laughs> yeah, should, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> let's let's uh, oh let's gosh. not piss people off who all tuned in just to hear things about, uh,
5: about nice live. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Maybe this is a good one. Let yeah. uh, as as a, a, a last piece of introduction oh, okay. before we move on to uh, live eleven specific things. Um, yeah. uh, the first version you uh, you used, and what version uh, made you feel comfortable to start using on stage. Um, Actually I've used Ableton since 1.0 and I remember there was I was on forums back in the day uh, where I was in Logic at the time you know I I, I started on on uh, Fast Trackers and, and then the Atari and then I moved to uh, Logic when uh, when it came out and then there was this rumor about ableton you know on forums people started talking about it you know it was probably marketing but i don't know uh, and that but there wasn't there there was no website there was nothing it was just people just you know who had like some information about it Who we were like in the inner circle in berlin or whatever and um and then um yeah talked to a bunch of people about it uh because there was this sort of audio stretch feature you know that made like using audio seamless, Mm -hmm. which was a hassle before Ableton. It was always, you know, you had to make it fit, you know, you change the tempo or tweak your samples or the pitch of your samples, you know, like that was the the way it was done in, before audio was elastic, basically. Uh, And at some point um, they launched, I think, uh, an introduction website. And there was something like, you know, uh, coming soon, blah, 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 Ableton or whatever. And um, I couldn't wait, so I just kind of uh, hacked my way into it and I kind of guessed uh, what the place would be where you could buy it. So I typed in shop.ableton.com and indeed, you know, the shop appeared before it was even launched. <laughs> oh, that's and I, and I, <laughs> you know, that was <laughs> before the, you know, when, when the Internet was still, you know, uh, completely uh, guessable like that, you know. And anyway, so I bought it and I, I've been using it since. Um, and uh, yeah, in the in the beginning, I was basically using it um, uh, to really just experiment and write stuff. And um, I wasn't really crazy about the about the summing and the and the effects back then because I was used to Logic, and they at the time they sounded more sort of um, yeah m- to my taste, or at least I was used to it. So I I used uh, I used to basically write stuff and put stuff together in Ableton and uh, and then just stem it out and and mix it in logic but i quickly abandoned that when when the in some later versions um, the sound engine became became better and uh and since then i've been using it exclusively and my Mm -hmm. my process is basically these days uh, although i've done shitloads of stuff uh, in the box you know partly audio hardware recorded or uh, generated from you know in software uh, but these days i b- basically uh, use it as a tape machine and uh, oh. i use it i do everything with hardware and then i clean it up in in ableton and mix it in ableton uh, but i've also done things entirely in the box and especially for um yeah things like using probability follow actions uh and just stuff that computers are really good at you know I've, i i love to do mm. stuff in in inside ableton and um and then just bounce it to audio, basically. Um, and when
3: when you use it, do you also use the follow actions in um, in Ableton?
2: Yeah, sometimes. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, if you, uh, I, I like to sometimes just create an environment um, consist consisting of um, stuff that does things automatically like generatively yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then and then just see what happens so i make a long chain and i use uh max for life sequencers and and things that do random stuff and and you know yeah. just uh, uh sometimes uh, limited to a scale or s- limited to some range you know that that works uh well you know that that so it doesn't go out of out of hand or becomes like completely unusable but um you know just define a range and and within that range let things yeah, happen exactly
4: is what i'm yeah. doing so yeah.
2: yeah yeah and that that's and i mean you know computers are just ex, are just really really good at that stuff you know mm-hmm. and, and and so that's that kind of stuff is is uh, uh is something i would still do in inside the box um but as it comes to synths and um, um yeah, um, just having your hands on stuff and you know, <laughs> fuck around with uh, with things. It's just a, a lot faster for me to to get to a result uh, if if I if I make that combination, you know. So, do things that hardware are good at with hardware, and do things that computers are good good at in inside a computer. That's basically my my workflow. Um, and
3: and uh, because we, I started with Ableton like on, I think on two or so, and then it didn't have midi yet I, I yeah heard. correct that yeah. that
4: was since version four that's when i started yeah
3: i remember i had my first uh i was working in logic and then uh, ableton came i remember it was was this like you have a few channels where you could put your audio to audio on and i would make like i render out all loops for my logic and would put them in uh in ableton because it was supposed to be live, so I yeah. had this UC33E MIDI controller uh, with a friend of mine, Leo from Ho- uh, Horen, where I grew up, and we would have a, a live set called Groove Live. Never, yeah, we played West Friesland Radio, which is... uh <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we were uh, West like, Friesland
4: represent. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I think, 20 or 21, something like this, and uh, that was the, the first introduction to, to Ableton. I, I was sold to this, that you could drag in any like audio Mm -hmm. loop and just jam with it that was pretty cool yeah
1: i came for a reason so (laughs) in that way it was like oh my gosh this is so cool (laughs) i have like two screens and i can drag and drop everything everywhere and like it was so easy to create a track like but it's so different as well because you can also work in two ways right like in the session view or like an arrangement view and i feel like if i work in arrangement view i become like more creative than if i work in the session view because then i work so, more with you know, clips mm. yeah but, like yeah,
3: if, I, I get more creative in session view though okay.
0: yeah me too yeah <laughs> okay I, I came from uh the atari and uh based and like linear <laughs> stuff and then i got I don't know, like a sound card and I got, uh, I think it was like an LE version five and I, I saw a session view the first time I, I didn't get it. So I was okay. And later then the reason why I switched to Ableton Live be- was because of the session view. So that's really funny. And I okay. was, Interesting. You know, yeah, so I, I saw all the, the clips and all the empty slots. I was like, what what's this, you know, it's not horizontal so what is it so uh, and then i eventually i, I got it and i uh, i use it on stage from version eight as a, a keyboard player to have like backing tracks and to you know you have like maybe a singer who wants to do the the chorus two times mm-hmm. or whatever and then you can just you know play around with it and have some ins and stuff so from version eight yeah Almost. i use it on stage yeah
4: yeah, me Interesting. Too. Yeah, I, I uh, let's see. I uh, I always played live. I started playing live in the mid '90s, or '96 or seven or something. And uh, I, I always had a had a look at Ableton, but uh, in the, in in version one, two, and three, Ableton didn't have Mini yet. And I wanted if I wanted to switch from hardware to a laptop, I uh, wanted to have, you know, that I could use a controller uh, on it so, so that it's it's, it's uh, sort of uh, just as hands-on as, as my hardware back then. And then uh, I got booked on gigs where I needed to fly. And I felt like, you know, with 50 kilos of flight cases <laughs> with hardware, you know, it- on my own, uh, that's not going to work. And then luckily, uh, Ableton came, uh, just came out with version four that implemented MIDI. So uh, uh, I bought an uh, Apple PowerBook, like the, the titanium colored uh, MacBook Pro. And uh, I bought Ableton version four and uh, I bought the controller. And I, uh, to like the second part of the question was, if I got, uh, if uh, how, how fast we would get comfortable on stage. Well, I m- made sure that I got comfortable on stage like really 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 fast because that was the main reason why i uh i bought ableton and then after i played with it live on stage uh recorded um, uh, pieces out of my hardware then i started to uh to use it uh, in my studio as well to uh to make tracks with it
2: Yeah, awesome I think it's time people to move on to the Ableton Live 11 specifics. Yes, (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's maybe start with the beginning, uh, like the fundamental uh, that is always good to know. uh, If there's anything, as anything has changed in uh, the browser and stuff like that, you know, because um, you know the sort of basic layout of of how it works. Um, I saw that uh, grooves and Templates now have their own category in the, in the, in the browser. Um, I'm not really a template user. Is any of, any of you use a template yeah.
0: user? Yeah, I, I yeah. create templates Groups, now. I do. Yeah.
5: Mm.
0: Yeah, I use it. I use a template, and I I I know that a lot of uh, guys who teach with Ableton Live, it's nice to have like templates because um, if you're using a template in your lesson. Uh, student cannot fuck it up so if they have to, <laughs> to if you press command s then you have to rename it you so steer them
4: in a direction yeah
0: yeah so that's, yeah. that's nice yeah but um yeah and some people have like uh different templates for different things like mastering or tracking or sketching or i don't know, you know so it's nice to have the ability to save this template and you see, just see it in the browser and yeah. you can double click it and you can
2: go so yeah what i do what i really like is the the fact that uh the max for life uh devices are now integrated in in the browser not in max for life uh um you know the Mm. just the max for life folder but they are just blended into the audio devices and the devices Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think that's gonna make a lot more people familiar with uh with using them
3: Yes, I have some students I tell, like also in advanced course, I say, oh, the LFO and the Shapers uh, are now in there. And they're like, Shaper? I didn't even know if I had a Shaper, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
5: <right>. you, know?
3: <laughs> guy, you know, and they're like, yeah, you, you can use the Ableton Shaper, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know there was one, because I think a lot of people overlook the Max for Life part or, or overlooked in the past because it's becoming more and more integrated. And yeah, it's a good thing because yeah, it's true. amazing to get also all these devices you can download, uh, you know, for if you Yeah, can, it's you pretty get cool. any Hardware. You can find somebody to build a Nord lead or whatever kind of uh, plug in that will sync with your device, which is pretty cool. So you can program your synth from the computer if you want. Yeah, great.
2: Yeah. I have a question for, uh, for Maurits. Um you you are the the big push user here you know mm-hmm. um, do do all the new features automatically also uh, translate to to the hardware to push so do you get everything out of the box on on push as well um,
0: let me see I have like all the visualizations you have like the 60 macros no. Uh, the polyphonic, mm-hmm. uh, how do you say, MIDI polyphonic? Exp- uh, no, uh, MIDI. MPE, you mean? Yeah, no, it's not MPE. the polyphonic aftertouch. Sorry, oh, okay. that's, that's yeah. another thing. Yeah, and also I just discovered that you have like velocity range and the probability also on push. So that's really oh, nice. nice. Cool. And uh, probability. I mean, you <laughs> have, like, uh, <laughs> and the skills, The skills per clip. Are yeah. synced as as well, um, so a lot of stuff. Nice. Uh, it's, it's also it's like uh, you you can do it from Push. So that's nice. nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The probability I... stuff we should talk about that. <laughs> uh, ah, a question about the the reverb. Can you uh, load your own impulse responses into the new hybrid reverb? Um, and
0: like the and that that are the, the that are uh, how you say waves right like a a rave recording you can throw it in uh, the hybrid reverb and that will act like an uh, impulse response yeah if you have like a recording Mm -hmm. of a hit or whatever you can
2: any any audio recording you mean
0: yeah yeah Yeah, okay you you can draw it if you can drag it in in uh in the hybrid reverb and then it it will act like
2: a a, uh that by itself is a amazing powerful sound design tool
0: yeah.
2: Awesome. Any news on Push 3? <laughs> That's a nice question.
3: <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you can imagine we have Push 1, we had Push 1, Push 2. So you can imagine that they are working on a new one. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> I think also this is the first time that I really feel like I really want to have to push, because it's more, even more and more integrated with Ableton.
2: Yeah, and it might actually really suit your uh, workflow if you use hardware yeah. and record it
3: into Ableton, yeah. Okay. I've used Push a lot in, uh, in live sets, you know, as, a, as a, like a MIDI mm. looper, basically. So, like, I use the APC40 as the, the sort of like the mixer for all the audio, and then I use the, the Push for just recording loops or creating an, a nice nice loop. You press record, you press record, and it, it loops immediately. So it's sort of like That's a cool. whole MIDI looper. So it's also for live purposes, pretty, uh, pretty handy. Uh, but also, like, just to 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 have knobs to twiddle. <laughs> yeah, the harder feeling. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. The, mo- the more knobs, the better. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and
2: this is from a thousand details. That's basically another hardware software integration question. Uh, it's about yeah. the CV tools. Are there any upgrades to CV tools? I've actually I haven't. Has anybody used it? Used this? I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. No. I have other ways to to kind of get the connection going, but. Um, I should have a look into it though. Um, yeah, but I, anyway, I, are, I there any, to... are there any upgrades in in that field?
0: No, I think the the back is the same as in Life Ten. So uh, so Skinnerbox helped us with this one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite it's quite nice. I have like uh, an ultralight MK4 from Motu. So it has eight in eight out. Because you have to have a—is it a DC coupled? If I say it correctly, a DC coupled interface to uh, to go from audio to uh, voltage. So you have to have uh, or uh, the Hupplepup sleepers. I'm not a real super
2: expert sleepers. Expert sleepers.
0: sleepers. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. So they have no. like devices, and mm-hmm. but you can also use like the MK4, and then you can uh, yeah make the connection with your modular gear. And Ableton Live, it's nice that uh, you can use now an like uh, uh, an LFO from your Eurorack, and th- you can uh, map it to Wavetable or mm. whatever. So it's really cool to yeah, it's to crazy. I mean, <coughs> yeah. thinking
2: about it, it's 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 absolutely insane. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. really insane. Yeah, yeah. If, and if you have a yeah. lot
0: of modules, then you can you can use all the modules to do something in live, but also other way around. You can use uh, your LFO in life to modulate something in your Eurorack. Yeah, like mm. it's, it's 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 really insane. It's, yeah, if I've, you, I've, you, you I've got some
2: s- simi- I've got something similar going with uh, just a MIDI uh, to CV thing. So you can uh, you can have either uh, software controlling your your CV stuff or the other way around. And Ooh. controlling, I must say that um, soft synths can. Uh, take on an entirely different uh, identity or character if you control them with uh, with CV, you know, because you you tend to work with CV in a much more sort of uh, sculpting way, you know. You can because mm-hmm. everything is so fast and it changes sometimes very unpredictably. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that can happen in software as well, but you know, there's something different about the process. And uh some soft synths can can become like insanely powerful and completely crazy and you can get sounds out of it which you would never be able to if you would just use them in the box you know so it's a it's a it's a really nice bridge between uh, between the two worlds you know if you got if, if you get that connection going so yeah. I, should, I should definitely look uh, look into cV tools here. Uh, yeah, moving on, I guess. Uh, let's let's do the probability talk, people. <laughs> I love the probability yeah. stuff. Yeah. To be honest, that's my main my yeah. main. I'm I'm really <laughs> excited about the new stuff in uh, in Ableton uh, 11 with the probability stuff.
3: Yeah, I was already a fan of the probability pack, but now it's in the clips. You can see yeah. the velocity and you can randomize the velocity, but also the probability. I think that's insane you know it's nice yeah. to have a groove change all the time so and not yeah absolutely, absolutely out of control but not totally or so.
4: yeah but you can adjust how much how much chance or, or how far the probability needs to go and that, that's what yeah. i love about it you know it, it's within a certain frame that it's it's it gets randomized but it's still within a certain frame so it doesn't go yeah. all the way crazy you know and i i i, I love that Absolutely. I think you
1: you work yeah. like way faster by by using that. It's it's because if you have the whole time the same kind of sound, it just sounds like boring at the end. Yeah. So mm-hmm. using using that, it's like you can create so many great sound design stuff and like, yeah, it's awesome. absolutely.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I, it's I, true what you say. If, if you have one static loop going and in, in, you, you have to uh add things or do things all the time to keep it interesting because you just get bored by listening to it in loop you know all the time like non-stop and if if something you can introduce things which are very making variations in whatever you're doing then um, it keeps you more engaged i guess yeah Mm -hmm. um question from input method which randomization for uh probability um I think I think what he yeah I think that's the range you're talking about, uh, uh, Robin. But I think uh, or correct me if I'm wrong, Marwitz or uh, Camille. But it, it works with percentages, right? So if you can set a percentage in, in how much uh, something should be randomised.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, right. so, you so you have, like zero to one hundred percent. So you have a velocity yeah. the velocity range, so you can set a range with a minimum and a maximum that will play like random in that range. And then you can also randomize like the chance per note. And then you you can also have uh, a probability. That's the chance that the note will play Mm -hmm. actually. And you can can, uh, select a note or multiple notes or hits and you can say uh, like a percentage that it will play, but you can also do a randomization. So everything will work, will randomize and you can also choose a percentage uh, to randomize everything so if you have uh all your notes selected and you choose like uh three percent and then you you press the randomize then you see like a little bit and if you that's press it again yes little more. nuances yeah, yeah that's great if you keep pressing or you set it like 100 percent, then it's broop broop. you get if you get like it's crazy yeah, yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you, you you can randomize if a note will play or how loud the note will play and yeah uh, you know basically everything uh that can be that you can think of can be randomized what i was yeah. thinking is there a way to um to actually see what notes you have assigned probability to
1: yeah i think you yeah. can yeah okay. yeah how, it, how is it, it shows
3: that? it okay yeah what what happens? it gets a little blue
4: uh, I can't remember yeah, it. Okay. It, uh, it uh, shows it or not. In,
3: uh, yeah, the, it sure. it, yeah, it gets a little... Yeah. I can't remember <laughs> I'm working on it now.
5: Uh, you see. <laughs> uh, here's
1: my okay. Oh, Okay.
3: Oh, making noise. It so makes it,
1: it gets, all just so
3: easy. Oh, yeah, It easier. gets a little, little thing. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, how do you call that? A little... I'll share
2: it can... on my
0: screen. <laughs> Uh, so,
2: so like if you <laughs> see, if you have, are in the clip view and you see the notes, which are randomised, they have like a visual uh, yeah, mark mark so you can. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. what? So you can you
3: on, on the left my... side, you get a little uh, little. You little can see my screen. Dot.
0: Sure. Uh, oh, actually, I'll, uh, I'm sharing go. my screen at the moment.
3: That's
2: the screen of Marit. Okay, so okay, okay. I have like
0: a small, how do you yeah. say, a small thing? oh a triangle, yeah.
5: like yeah.
3: a dot. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you yeah,
2: can see the,
5: it,
3: the thing, the thing is also, I is... didn't even know you could randomize probability because I thought that you could only randomize velocity, but then you first have to click on uh, on the probability, one of the probability um, yeah, flags mm-hmm. and yeah. then press randomize. I didn't notice. I thought you couldn't randomize. Uh, at first, I thought you could only randomize velocity, but that was because I clicked on velocity last, you know? So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay so 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 yeah okay the 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 notes that have probability assigned to them they have this little yeah. corner which is sort of blacked out or and then underneath you can you can set the range per note basically
0: yeah so this is yeah. the velocity percentage okay. you know, the range yeah. and you can uh, change the range with this one the slider over here so if i select the three of them and if the velocity range And it can also randomize the velocity value, the actual value. Mm. So the range will stay the same, but the value will change. Yeah. Okay. And if you select all the nodes and you're, you're fiddling with this one, the probability, then you can say, okay, let's do 53% and then randomize and it will make bigger steps. So now, Yeah. yeah. so the velocity is, so you can, do some crazy stuff here mm. that's awesome
2: yeah
3: yeah
0: the what possibilities
2: of- are endless <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys
0: think of the new
3: sort of like a clip view where you have all the tabs i think it's way more sort of like uh because before you have you had the little uh you mean a multi mul-
2: you mean like uh, editing multiple uh, layers at the same time is that what you mean
3: yeah, no, you have the tab. So we now have a tab for automation. We have a tab yeah. for the MPE, oh, okay. and and it's it's a bit slightly differently. Um, yeah. Organized. So like, it's really,
4: improved. Yeah. 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 I really, I really yeah. like. The,
1: the I feel things. it's more natural, like how I my workflow is more like that. So I feel yeah. like it's yeah, it's really great.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes automation would be on, but then yeah. you want to go back to your notes, but then you first have to turn off and on automation uh, yeah in, in then, and now mm-hmm. it, it's just a tab so I think yeah, it's, it's cool. way way more logical uh, it's it's quicker, more yeah. logic.
2: <laughs> so so once you've once you've um, got some stuff going that is that has some probability things assigned to it is there a way to kind of capture or freeze your favorite uh, incarnations or versions of what it comes up with is that or is that something you can just do by recording the media information into a new channel or is it does it have this feature sort of sort of built in
0: no because um because if you have a uh, let's say a note is 30 then mm-hmm. it's always 30 percent chance that it will play so it's it's never the same
2: no but so, i mean like i like how how a push in ableton can uh, they are always looking for what is what is... Uh, um, they're always capturing whatever you do, right? So you, you can mm-hmm. kind of print your accidental uh, nice recordings uh, because it's always looking ahead. Even if you're not recording it, it's still recording it. So that could also be something that... Uh, happens with randomization. Yeah, yeah, so, it, yeah. so if you have like four-bar loop and it's randomizing something, you think, "Wow, that was amazing!" you. Can you then just say, "Okay, uh, yeah. that was
3: the one I, I wanted," or ah, it then... okay. you wanna you wanna capture last randomization? Yeah, you loop. can just yeah. sit yeah. there, yeah, sit sit, sit there and relax yeah. like
2: this, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And just wait for
3: something amazing <laughs> yeah. to come yeah. along.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Interesting. You could route the MIDI to a new track. Track or route the audio to a new track and then start like puzzling. You know that's yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: there's a way around it, of course. Yeah, there's always cool
3: cool button with a really long name like capture large (laughs) randomization.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the only possibility uh, at this moment is uh, record the MIDI on a separate channel.
2: Right. Yeah. That's good enough. That's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It does the job. Um, yeah the other things are the um, that I really liked are the um the sort of uh, physics kind of things you know with the um gravity type uh, movements of the... the
4: the inspired by nature devices yeah yeah yeah. The, yeah. Those, yeah i'm really looking forward to those absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. again yeah. for the randomization <laughs> have you yeah, have yeah. you
2: used have you have you, have you used them in, when in in ten before like uh, when they were a special pack robin no oh okay
4: <laughs> no it's <laughs> your short, short answer but uh okay not,
2: uh... okay have you uh nadia because that sounds something I, like you would
4: use
1: actually i i didn't even look at it and now uh, i'm like oh I'm I, also, I, 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 really
4: I, really I didn't realize that these were were available as a pack before those same devices okay right well they were weren't they
2: I'm not sure. I'm uh, okay. I I know. I I I had no. Well, I mean, I know. I I felt
1: like this is new because I haven't (laughs) seen
4: it. That's uh,
5: why.
2: Because I. No, but there there are lots of um, you know uh, max patches floating around which do similar things. So. Oh, but
4: yeah, but I I definitely do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I love uh, I love randomization devices. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I I like the probability pack. Has been one of my. Yeah, yeah.
5: I've uh, I've used that one. I'm using that one a lot
4: but
3: there's so it's, many yeah. yeah. there's there so <laughs> many packs as well there's like it's it's a it's a um it's like endless you know uh with the with the corona time starting we we got some packs from Ableton, basically all of them as a, as a trainer and yeah. i i've I've installed them all on my system and I've been trying a few but it's e- it's endless you know there's yeah. so
4: much stuff in there
5: so, I, I, uh, yeah.
4: I just had to look. The probability pack is even in my favorites here in in Ableton. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely use them. Uh, it's really I like the Doctor Chaos one because you mm-hmm. uh, everything with a dice on
3: it is usually yeah. my go-to thing because it, it you know it gives you a starting point or it just if you or if you're stuck you got you know what reset <laughs> like a respawn yeah. button on the game you know you just want to yeah get something to get going and and also the chaos uh, lever creates a variation of the arp that you've just created so mm. it's endless sort of like trying out until you hear hey this is a nice nice pattern maybe add some chaos you know I love that yeah you
2: can effect. you can turn it into into a, a whole project you know if to basically limit yourself to generating stuff with yeah. with yeah. that that kind of uh, things you know but it's also useful if you um, if you more work more structure song structure based and and you need like a, some kind of fill or like a variation on something and you're too lazy to write it
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you can just you can just
2: yeah just pick pick yeah. your uh, your favorite um, uh, physical whatever generative tool and and have, have it done
5: for you
0: no but it's I got cool a, i mean i got a uh, sorry to interrupt i got a, a special workshop from dillian bastin so the the maker of this uh these devices mm-hmm. And he showed you showed us every device, and it looks like that that every device was a sort of game. You can, you, yeah, it's it's really weird. Every you can uh, click on stuff that you normally wouldn't click, and then you get a new sort of uh, like an image or whatever. And with the bouncing notes or the bouncing balls, you can even mm-hmm. draw like a, how do you say a sort of a brick and if the ball goes ar- underneath you get like d- pong. D- yeah like sort of <laughs> thing or break okay. break breakout game so you can yeah, draw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> draw in sort of bricks and they can go underneath or or they can cannot play the notes because they are on the upper half of the of the bricks and so and they have they uh, like the vector delay there are some some sort of molecules that will act, uh, attract each other or just uh, mm. How do you say? It? Do the opposite, or it's Reject. like yeah, yeah,
3: yeah but Like the OP1, uh, the o- because you also have an OP1, right? Now it's uh, yeah, yeah. It also has all these little. You have these balls in between these things. The tombola and, thing. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and one goes out, and you can open them or keep it closed. So it, you know, it's nice. It's I like playful these sort of yeah, yeah. kind of interfaces. But there, cool. there are all
0: sort of thoughts behind, uh, sort of scientific, uh, uh, like about nature and about uh like tree tone is just an, a sound generator you know if mm. you dra- drag it in your in your file in your session then it makes sounds like a sort of wind chime thing yeah you can you can put it in a certain key but you can also you know just do its thing and you can uh, it has like branches and uh, if you have more branches it sounds more different it's mm. I, it's, it's very I think they are very sort of complicated but very playful yeah so mm-hmm. it's nice to you know to just to play with it and then you can find out what it does so it's, yeah. it's very creative a little bit uh it's the wrong word but it's a little bit weird everything is a little bit that you say hmm, what mm-hmm. but that <laughs> makes you sort of if you dive it. a little yeah, bit
4: deeper that, and that you probably triggers creativity yeah. at least i i find those things very interesting you know yeah. and then well, it's, the thing yeah. is,
2: you, you can you can go about writing music in in several ways, and one yeah. one of which is just writing everything out, uh, you know, come up with a melody on a on a piano or on a keyboard, and and write your stuff that way, or you can uh, use the technology to your advantage and have and it explore. generate generate things, yeah. and then you kind of stumble upon the ideas, you know. It's sort of the same, but in a different way, you know. So you yeah. basically. If your fingers move across a keyboard it's the same process going on it's like hey no no, i don't like this and i like oh this is this is nice you know i should i should try this and uh, so you make these variations and these decisions along the process but you can also just um, uh, have stuff have, have some setup generate these ideas and and you're it's always this your mind kind of clicking uh on certain moment to decide okay this is what i want to go with so it's it's a yeah. similar process but done in a different way and it's like kind Barbara, of
1: actually yeah <laughs> it's like
2: stumbling upon a nice yeah. accidents you know and um, yeah but I, I don't have a problem with that at all because you know it's um it is still um you that who decides whether it's who makes the decision fitting, yeah. fitting your idea yeah, yeah you are basically yeah. the selector sure, or the curator
3: ears. yeah yeah, you, yeah, if you if you like the interface, it might trigger something new. If if you have a new interface for, in front of you, like a whole new workflow, that that can be really inspiring sometimes. For mm-hmm. always working with some some device, or you change the device, or you go from one door, you limit yourself. You know, I once had uh, the idea I'm going to make a track in Logic. Like uh, eight years after I stopped using it, I was like, wow, it's changed so much. But I found some cool devices in there as well to explore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everywhere you. You look. You can find something that that inspires you, just the interface or or a synth or, or whatnot. It's
1: hard to find. Oh, I want to make a little bridge <laughs> to to the emit with that, like the plug the plugin in Ableton, the new one, um, because it it's it's a bit similar to the R. Ar- is it Arvis Two? I think from Isotope, um, because you use oh, samples okay. in that, like audio, and you can choose in that sample like what what you, yeah you can select the sound. And You can mm. layer it, and with that you can create a new, yeah, like your new sound. Um Wait, device? I think it's emits, like yeah. sort it's of an gra- effect
0: a gran- granular, sort of yeah. granular sampler or whatever, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. And and that's that makes everything also pretty creative, and you stumble up things that you're like, Oh, that's a pretty cool layering, and you can just yeah, draw in, it's really cool. granular yeah. is
3: amazing. I also like the grain scanner. Uh, back, yeah. uh like last, I think it, last year it was Maurits the, they released the grain scanner, which is like I think yeah. uh, Robert Henke's new uh, sort of like um, granulator too. And it's it's really amazing, and the interface is pretty cool as well. And this you can from for any. Anything you drop in there, sample-wise, you can get to anything. Basically, it's an endless yeah. kind of. Okay. I mean,
2: you know, granular point. synthesis and reverb is is good for hours and hours and hours. Yeah,
4: hours.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still using I'm the <laughs> know, like, Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah,
3: and awesome. also. Uh, the the hybrid reverb like with the, the mm. convolution built in also yeah. now has this freeze button which is also hours and hours and a shimmer so you can actually shimmer,
1: shimmer. <laughs> it sounds so much like the the reverb the big sky shimmer like yeah. it has such a similar thing yeah it's awesome i love yeah. those like those in the emits, oh my gosh! Yeah,
3: and you can <laughs> yeah. And create like a hell of a drone or a hell of Ambient. like something evolving. That's you know that you can just sit and just listen to, and it's like. <laughs>
5: it's spacey.
3: Yeah, yeah and if you play with the time, and also what I like a lot about the new devices is that similar to like when uh, Echo was introduced, you can just freak out also on the on the new um, uh, the doubler and the, the the chorus and stuff. You can just freak it out pretty. You can create drones with basically all the new devices yeah. uh, uh, now. So if you're looking for some some cool ambient stuff, then uh, then also the new devices really work for this. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they turned into a way just to let's create some stuff where you can do really freaky stuff. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. when when I got the introduction uh, for MAUID that 11 was coming. I was like, wow, we're going to get some... Really w- weird stuff it's coming out of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, for,
2: for sound design, there are a lot of new things That's you awesome. can do with these um, new devices. Like, of course, the the reverb, but also the FFT stuff. You know, the yeah. the spectral devices. I'm 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 a, yeah. I've been a fan of spectral manipulation for a long time. I mean, in, in the, back in the days, there were like lots of freeware things floating around the internet, which all worked in you know with using spectral. Uh, processes, but they were non real time, you know, because Mm -hmm. computers were simply too slow. (laughs) So that was, uh, but I've always loved the the sound quality or the the sort of artifacts you can get with spectral devices. And um, now, of course, you know, computers are plenty fast enough to handle those. But it's um, yeah, FFT makes everything, you know, you can can get some really interesting stuff using it, especially if you're into sound design, it's uh, very powerful stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah, and also it doesn't really matter what you throw through it, there's always some result or, or you can go
4: really yeah. or really, it's it's great. Great. It's, it's really
2: nice. F- F- FFT is the sort of stuff you actually want artifacts from, you know? Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Some
2: yeah. some stuff you, you you are like, Oh shit, and you get the artifacts when I take it too far. But that's exactly what you want from, from yeah. FFT. You, yeah. want, you especially want the artifacts because that's what makes the sound, you know, that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, hey all...
1: guys i need to leave i'm so sorry
4: yeah. really? <laughs> got to go to work i
1: need to go to my work
4: <laughs> okay <laughs> damn
1: okay i will scream ableton probably so that's cool <laughs> okay.
2: okay well have a, have a great day it was great that you uh joined us for uh even for a short <laughs> time <laughs> no Thank no you. worries no worries nadia
5: you're okay. are so
1: cool. <laughs>
3: <You're> uh, <confused laughs> on the other side of the world, you know. See okay.
1: you all later. Soon yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take care. Bye. See you later. Bye. Thanks, bye-bye.
3: Ciao.
2: <laughs>
4: okay, wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's in the future, so it's work yeah. time. It's work time now.
4: <laughs> it's work time there, yeah, correct. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, right. I'm not leaving, but I'm going to the toilet, so because... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna go get a drink. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah I'm gonna make yeah. a broodje, uh, uh, <laughs> whatever. You know, <laughs>
2: uh, maybe it's a good time to see if anybody who's watching yeah, this has specific it's things to
4: ask uh, away.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I already saw some stuff uh, earlier. Let's have a look here. Um I don't know. Um, oh, maybe uh, Maurits will know. Yeah, um, what about
0: the publishing thing Robert Henke made? I see a question about that one.
2: Ah, okay. No, I was while well, while we were on the on the effects, I was just gonna ask you if there were any more uh, um, updates in 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 the effects devices and stuff because we got three new ones. That's the the reverb and the two spectral uh devices but there are changes to the f- the phaser i believe and the yep. the the bit crusher or the redux or whatever it's called we also get um, a, the
0: pitch loop 89 from robert Henke. oh it's also a new device it's a, what is that a bit, a bit shifting effect uh inspired by the dhm 89 b2 pitch shifting delay <laughs> okay <laughs> from from 1987 it's uh I showed it to some guys and said oh man I can I have uh, I can show you if you want
2: yeah yeah I, so I it's a classic think. classic eventide uh, eventide yeah. ta- type pitch shifting device with um feedback and so you can get like angel choirs and stuff like that and So
4: there's a uh, certain uh, sound character i
0: i assume so cuz it's here you oh, can wow. see like uh it's yeah. this. One, this, okay. this is the device and it, the nice thing about this one you have like a left and a right of course but you can manip- manipulate it uh, individually so that's really cool and it's a pitch shifting I, I use it for uh throwing my roads and then uh through it and then uh, yeah make it like a little bit uh how do you say a low-fi vibe because you can mm-hmm. have a, a vibra- vibrato and uh, underneath you can see the the, the original uh, effect processor that is sort mm-hmm. of, uh, inspired by. So that's, uh, that's nice. So this, this is also a new device, we'll get this one. And then your question about the updated devices, let me scroll. Yeah, the one
2: I was really uh, uh, happy about is that Redux has a dry-wet now because Oh, nice. I, to be honest, I I I hardly ever use it because it's yeah. so radical, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you can you you can use it now as a sort of uh, saturator, more mm. like subtle, and so it's it's nice to have. Yeah, of yeah, course you can use ready.
2: it in parallel. You know, you can use it on a send, so you get uh, some of the original sound. But you know, mm. I, I, this yeah. is easier. Yeah, i too lazy to.
0: <laughs> to make it more more like subtle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and also the Phaser and the Flanger. nice oh, yeah yeah uh so this is uh, also a, a new user interface and uh i'm not sure i have uh, you know i should notice but i don't know if the, if the the phaser now has a doubler so um, uh, uh so you yeah. can short with a short uh yeah a short delay that you can modulate uh the chorus ensemble has a a paint job and also sounds great yeah so the classic, the ensemble and the vibrato. And also the uh, applied acoustic instruments are uh, like uh, get a new user interface. So the electric, the tension, the corpus, the collision and the analog. So the, for me, I think the electric... Uh, okay, interesting. So the electric and the analog, f- f- I think, are super powerful instruments. Uh, maybe the other other also, but I'm I'm using a, more the electric and the analog. But they looked like a little bit, you know, from the 90s, and I think they were. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now like, they they like, get they get a sort of paint job, yeah. and now they suited more like the whole sort of Live 11 experience. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah,
4: Cause I'm using the Corpus and the Collation uh, a lot. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah and that's Brilliant. that's for the that's that's our old uh, uh the updated devices yeah and i see okay. in the com- commands they look like op1
3: devices now yeah, yeah device yes yeah yeah well they do have and also like uh, it's a bit more max for livey you know how the, how everything is changing a bit more into how the, the like how everything looks yeah you know i really like the new the new interfaces for the the other Instruments, you know, I haven't used the electric and uh, and the coll- collision collision uh, a lot, but the corpus have been slowly exploring. Uh, okay, you know, it's great on 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 sounds to create more saturation, but in a more radical way. But it's uh it's yeah the new the new interface makes it a bit more um, inviting. Uh, so so that uh, the it, the, like-
4: the collision is like a, like a modal synthesizer, in a way, and I have another modal synthesizer here in my studio called the Mutable Instruments Elements, which is basically, uh, yeah, uh, a lot the same. But then with the collision, I already have it in the box and I can take things a bit further, you know,
3: so, yeah. Yeah, you can save a preset uh, here and there. As well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and also what's cool now, I think, maybe also to use these um, uh, in Ableton 11 you get now, you can add more. So if you make an instrument rack, so if you group your instrument, you get the, the racks, you can add more uh, macro so actually you can yeah that's a big them. one the that's, macros <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and you can yeah. take snapshots and you, you can randomize it so again there's this like total loss of control or to still have control within ranges which is yeah which is that's what
4: i've used uh, the LFOs for. for you know the, the lfo and, yep. uh, you know i i i have uh, collisions that i have two or three LFOs on on different parameters, you know, yeah. and then just to make subtle changes, but still it's changed, you know. And, uh, yeah. 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 So, no, so
2: the, the way I, I understand the, the, the macro, it, it's got how many? 16 maximum or something, right? Yeah, now? I can show you
0: if... Uh, I think about 16 yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, what I think is really, really powerful is that the you have this randomized button and you can, uh, so basically the process would be, um, if you're doing sound design, or you're just trying to to coming up to, to come up with 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 the sound, you know,
5: <coughs> uh,
2: you would just uh, very lazily click, keep clicking random until you hit something you like, and then you can save it as uh, it looks basically the saved version of your the status of your, your all your macros, mm-hmm. and and those appear as some kind of um, clip library on on the, le- on the on the left side. Can so you, you, can you can... show my screen? Uh... Of course, yes. Okay. Once, okay. Oh, yeah, here cool. We go. Yeah. Yeah. so that maybe oh ah, yeah yeah yeah. okay so you yeah. can yeah yeah maybe you run through it but what i really like about it is is that you can uh, save instances so you can just randomize until you hit something that you like and then you can yeah. save that as an instance and then you can just sequence between those uh, saved instances which is really powerful
0: yeah it's nice about this one so you have like 16 macros now You have the the, mm-hmm. the variations and
2: um yeah the variation is the right word yeah
0: and if you do the mapping, um, let me see, how did we get there? Uh, I thought you can have some more things over here. But yeah, then you uh, first
3: need to make a new one. And then you yeah, can, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, you can do, yeah,
0: yeah, so you can randomize. And then all the macros uh, value will change. And you can make a new one. And this one you can uh, midi map. And uh, also, if you map it, hmm. Mm-hmm. Normally, you get here something, right, Camille? Or uh, i doing... don't know What you mean? Maybe, you? maybe I'll you map it. Yeah, if you want to make a snapshot on the
3: left, you have this little photo camera, and then you can make a, a snapshot of one, and then change it, and then make a snapshot. Or do you want to? I don't know what you want to do.
0: Yeah, you can. You get you get more uh, things over here. You can also. Yeah, you
3: mean you? What I thought that how it would work is that the
2: the ones the snapshot you saved on the left there uh, that you can actually assign them to something, so you can recall them at uh, you know in with MIDI or with uh, yeah with MIDI a control.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero, so you, I think if you press Command M, then you. Should see everything that's blue that you can map. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course okay. yeah, right? damn yeah. it,
0: yeah. So, yeah, no, it's MIDI mapping, sorry, yeah, I'm not mapping the yeah, yeah, so you, the you get, yeah. Yeah, so get these buttons over here, and also nice, you can map uh, with a key, you can do randomize, press one, and also new one. So, mm-hmm. if you now press one, you get a random variation. So you can oh make,
2: every time yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, yeah so you
0: can make a variation and a randomize at the same time
2: hey so, and can you can you morph between the the captured settings
0: not not in the box but some some guy is already uh, made a max yeah. for life device and oh, you can nice. say
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, morph button yeah morph you, can, you, can, your... you
0: can say by time or by uh, like milliseconds or seconds but also in sync like uh, a quarter mm-hmm. note or a 16 note wow. or and then you can go from one to another that's that's really insane wow okay <laughs>
2: but i, I can imagine
0: that. that that maybe in <laughs> berlin they are taking you know they want to take this to the next level so i think that's it's on their radar i don't know i don't know if they have like priority or
2: well it's they... a logical next thing you know if you if you have um a way to yeah. capture sort of random uh, settings in a device, you know, the the, the next thing would be to, to morph between them, I guess. Yeah. That would might, be cool.
3: Yeah. Might yeah. push then also have, the next push, might that have like 12 macros on top? Mm, that would be... Okay. Well. <laughs> that would be great. So it becomes like a modular push. <laughs> <laughs> so you could actually, you know, have, have more buttons on top. That would be great.
2: So So, all the all the um, the individual uh, parameters that are represented by these macro buttons um, are, are is it possible to set the range of randomization in each of them or are they always randomizing a hundred percent
0: yeah i think it's just a hundred percent okay and, so you can, but you, you can s-
2: exclude you can exclude them right so if for example if you don't want one parameter to be included in the randomization process you can exclude it from the randomization
0: i don't think so you because can right if click you're... on the right click
3: on the on one macro
0: it depends uh, if you map it or not or not there was a oh yeah uh, exclude macro from randomization yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i think i okay. saw it somewhere awesome. yeah. Yeah. cool yeah where, where do you see this now exclude
3: it's on the right click yeah, I'll okay, go we, see, we okay. oh, sorry, right. you can see, okay. yeah, so if yeah. I right,
0: right-click on yeah. the... Sorry, yeah. Yeah. then yeah. you can see... Yeah, that's a StreamYard
2: uh, thing. If you share, share a screen, you don't see the pop-ups. Ah, yeah, okay. because oh, yeah. I'm,
0: sh- I'm sharing just one window. I think if I share yeah. my whole screen, then you can see it. But mm. it's exclude yeah. macro from randomization. You yeah. can also okay. choose exclude yeah, macro from same. variations. <laughs> so you can uh, exclude it from variations okay. and randomization, if you want.
5: Okay. i've never seen it
0: before maybe it's in the in the latest one the latest beta it's well i nice. think it's
2: i think it's really powerful because yeah. um you know uh, uh, there are you know when i use sort of devices like this to for example come up with sounds on on fm machines it's really powerful you know because fm mm-hmm. is 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 sometimes really annoying to program if you have a the wrong interface uh i mean these days you have an fm Uh, kit you know enough with uh, uh, with buttons and knobs and stuff but you know it used to be just menus and stuff and um, uh, then there was like a lot of software around which would just let you randomize settings on um, like a six or eight operator FM device and you could set the range for each each individual parameter Um, so you could basically exclude things um, that would just fuck up the sound, you know, always fuck yeah. up the sound. So like certain parameters, if you push them to uh, any anything uh, outside of a certain range, they would just become useless, you know? So I yeah. think yeah. I think being able to define the range of, of randomization is, is very powerful in with a, Absolutely. With a device yeah. like this. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So yeah.
0: I've after the, the, the two colored mm-hmm. one, I chose uh, exclude macro from randomization. And if I press randomization, you can see. Yeah. yeah
3: yeah exactly. okay yeah it's nice yeah awesome yeah it's really cool also if you just wanna if you have mapped it to certain parameters of, of your synth to the oscillators whatever and you just press it you, you get a whole sort of new patch or a new starting point which is which is interesting to do for creative purposes but also if you if you just make sure that it's on on uh, parameters that make sense to change you can get one mm. certain sound that's just changing in in a character, and, and you can yeah, if you use that in your music, it it can evolve in a really cool way. And therefore, I think this this um, this this Max for Live device is which being built that you can morph into other patches. It's sort of like an extra function for any synth. Then that mm. you have you know, you yeah. can map it to any synth. And, so
0: f- and for life if you have an effect rack and you have like you're twiddling with the knobs and you're fucking yeah. up everything, and then you can say okay, I map this one to a controller. And everything will mm. goes to zero, so you can say that okay, zero. Yeah. 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 yeah, so you can do whatever you want, and when the when the drop comes or whatever,
2: you yeah, can you can get back back to safety.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: yeah. Nice, really nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to in, in using the the macros like this. It's awesome.
3: Same here. And is the pitch loop, uh Maurits? That's not yet in the version in the better version now, or did I oh. miss it?
0: I think it. I think it is but I'm not 100%. I'm using all uh, uh, always sort of the internal one. So uh, where
3: where should I find it?
0: I think maybe it's as a uh, I think it as it's like a pack that you can download from a center code. Ah okay, so I have to do it from the, the okay. Oh, okay. I it would be yeah. in
3: in the uh, so, okay, I'll, I'll Also the it.
0: new the new curated collections are also there to I think three of two or three are already to uh, to explore
3: yeah so it's not yet in the normal pack lists uh, no all right Yeah, sorry guys <laughs> That's
2: okay <laughs> inside information <laughs> um, let's let me see what else um, I saw something about uh, yeah the follow actions are are extended um, I've actually used follow actions uh quite a bit in in uh, when i did a couple of live sets with um, uh, with ableton live Uh, but they they've always been um i wouldn't say difficult to use but um, there were some limits attached to it Um, but now they seem to be much more feature rich and uh, much more extended in in um, uh, the possibilities Um, yeah there was one thing i saw there is a jump function now
3: what does the jump do Yeah, uh, jumps to any any clip, or you can set to which clip it should jump to. Or, uh, okay. You can have it jump randomly, but that's the old one. There's like a two. Let's see which was it. But again? isn't that
2: the same as random? Um,
3: can sh- you... I can show you if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the it, it, it's slightly different than before because it can now jump to a certain one if you select jump.
2: It
0: will to a be specific be one,
5: you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So
3: I've I've
2: I've
5: got, okay, a, cl- I've got
0: a I've got a clip here called Mm -hmm. funky and i can uh enable follow action Uh, i don't know if you see like this this one here jump Mm -hmm. but you can choose jump and here you can say which uh to which clip he will go like the the third one and that's the guitar Mm -hmm. okay and you can see like a a little icon over here so now it's it shows you when a, a clip has a follow action you can enable and disable all the follow actions of your live set with one button, if you like. Yeah. Um, and also, for me, it's pretty nice because you have like, uh, that's not new, you have two follow actions, You can, and then you have like a chance that do, it will do like uh, the, the first one or the second one. And now you have percentages. And normally it was uh, the chance of five out of seven or Mm -hmm. eight out of nine or whatever. And now you you have like a slide. And now
4: you have percentages. Okay,
0: then. So now it's 100% sure that that if uh, if the clip uh, uh, after one uh, bar, but now Mm -hmm. you can also link it to the clip end. So you can also say, okay, let's play the clip one time.
4: And and after where the... Yeah, okay.
0: And then after one, uh, okay. like this one is four bars, but after uh, playing the clip one one time. Oh uh, yeah, will... yeah, okay. So it's independent
2: of the of the actual clip length. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, cool. So that's okay. cool.
0: So sometimes yeah. if you're playing live and you have a, a, a stem in it and you don't know how long it is, but you just, just want to, you know, uh, after the whole clip or after, yeah, after the whole clip, you want to go to the next one. That you don't have to find out how long it is or whatever mm. um, and then if you press this one it will go after uh, one times it goes to the third clip and that will be the guitar yeah and also new uh, we now have uh, we have to select yeah. the scene yeah. we have now follow actions on scenes in scenes yeah and I think for for live musicians this is uh, this is super great because you don't have to fool around with uh, dummy clips and stuff like that. So now yeah. you have... And yeah. I also... yeah. yeah, I just wanted to... If you can also save a
3: lot of time now by selecting multiple clips and you right-click them and create a follow-action chain. Back in the day, <laughs> you had to do... Uh, you have to put every follow-action on every clip. Now you can just select a bunch, right-click, and they will automatically chain to each other and you can uh, change the value and um, it will uh, it will actually go go already do a whole bunch instead of you having to do every clip by itself
0: normally if normally if you use dummy clips you can go to the next scene but it's not that the next scene will be triggering you know you can go from all the clips you can go to all the clips on the other scene but it's not that you're uh, launched the scene and now with uh follow actions on scenes it it will be launched so uh, the the small difference is that this one is 106 BPM. This one is 99. If you do it with dummy clips, it will stay on the one hundred and six BPM. Yeah. Otherwise, it will trigger the clip, and you get another BPM value. Right. So, so
2: okay. So, so it, it it is more true to a, an actual scene. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So is is also is thing information like key is it also included? Can you also include that in in a scene? No.
0: You can okay. include in into a, let,
2: I, I mean, scale, right? I mean, yeah. Me, yeah, okay.
0: So you can include it in a clip. Yeah. So if I, I selected a clip and you can say scale, let's say a, a D major. And mm-hmm. then um, every blue note is in D, in mm-hmm. D major. And you can also, uh, sort of fold the, uh, if you, the notes that you are using, but now you can also sort of fold by scale. I don't know how you explain it, but if you press,
2: okay. Scroll, yeah. So, so yeah. every, every yeah. note you see is, is actually easy. part of the scale. So you can click yeah. any note and it'll, it'll work with the scale. Yeah.
0: And if yeah. you press the That's right, easy. <laughs> the right click, Yeah, you can say, okay, uh, you want it in sharps or in flats, uh, and if you press this one, everything you will you draw in is in. It will be in in this yeah. in that
4: scale, yeah, because and you fold the notes yeah. in that scale, yeah. And, and
2: that's that's clip that is right. Oh, okay, and that is just uh, true for a clip, or could you also force an entire song to a new scale?
3: You select all mini clips, for instance, and then change the scale on the clip you're in at that point, and it will change it for all. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: But all the uh, notes, say, let's say you you played uh, one clip in C major and not in D major, the notes will stay in C major because it's a visual. Uh, uh, how do you say it's it's a, a, a thing that helps you to uh, to learn or to 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 know that you're in that key. But if you play, right. if you record or draw in a, let's say a wrong note like mm-hmm. a C. And if you press now scale, you can see it's still there and Hmm. it's gray. So, hey, man, it's not in the... Maybe you you meant like this one and you can do this. So
2: what do you mean? Is it forcing it to the scale or... No, no,
0: it's not forcing. No, it's just, it's just a visualization. Right, okay. So this is the scale. And maybe when you play something, you can see okay, this is not in the scale, but that's fine because it's my choice, or it's or mm-hmm. it sounds funny ah because it's not in the scale maybe. Would, would that so be an
3: option though to have that in the future that if you change the scale on a clip, that it would move the notes to the most like the one that it would be in the other scale, if you know if that. Yeah, sense.
0: you can use the pitch, the pitch. Uh, how do you say the your the pitch MIDI effect. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, 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 true. But like, I, I'm just thinking like, mm. how would it be if you would select your whole track and want to move it into another key, let's say you're in an A minor, and you want to do, go to G minor. Yeah, of course you can, but maybe whatever, a totally different one. And then you could select all the clips and just change the scale and it would automatically move all the notes relatively to the new key. That, that, that is not that, that like
0: inventable? <laughs> yeah it's it, even it, a word <laughs> it, it's i think it's sort of i think it's sort of doable i i think really i think sure. it
2: exists but not in ableton as ninety two ten h or whatever is uh, saying that it uh, cognitone Synfire does that I don't know what it is, but uh, it, it's been invented already. <laughs> <It's> invented <laughs> <Apparently. Yeah. laughs>
0: and now you can also draw in notes and and draw in sort of melodies. And uh, normally, if you uh, press Alt or Option, then if you go up and down, you get the velocity values, but not uh, you cannot play a melody. So yeah okay I, I, it, yeah. it
4: changes the velocity values instead of the, the the notes okay
0: yeah yeah that's that's the skill oh yeah the skill option
4: very
2: nice yeah
0: cool 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 absolutely
2: okay one other thing that i thought were really useful uh for me is the comping feature because um like I said, I, I record a lot of... Uh, yeah. I use my Ableton basically as a, as a, as a tape deck, you know? And um, I, do, I record a lot of uh, hardware sessions, and then um, most of the time I find a section which, which is nice for like five, six or eight minutes or whatever, and I base my track on whatever uh, dynamics there already exist because of the performance in, mm-hmm. in the arrangement yeah but um but of course you know there there are uh mistakes or things that you think could be improved and this the comping thing makes it really uh easy to move things around it to try different options for for for, um um, for takes you know yeah so i think i'm I'm definitely going to use that and the other thing that i thought was interesting um so it doesn't uh necessarily always need to be uh, recordings from the session you are in but you can drag audio from anywhere into it uh, into the comping lanes yeah. and and then just kind of reassemble or assemble uh, you know i don't know beats or or yeah. collages or whatever from from uh from different pieces of audio so it's it's like a really quick way to to make collage or to to uh
0: creative comping uh, yeah yeah comping. yeah yeah, yeah. I think was, I, yeah
2: yeah I think that's really useful. I think it's a really killer feature yeah,
0: so if, if you if you play if you record in a loop then you will get uh, take lanes yeah I, re, I recorded this road uh, three times and then you can uh, enable this one to, to show them uh, show take lanes and now it's really easy you can select something and just press enter. You can do this one here enter or you can yeah okay take your pencil and you can you know you can comp everything yeah um, it's so
2: fast yeah
0: and also you can also do it with multiple tracks at once so let's okay. say all my keyboards are now so my roads clavinet and hammond are almost on, se- on the same uh how do you say the same uh, group So I can right-click on this group and and I can say Link Tracks. And every track in this group now is linked. So if I want to hear the first recording of every instrument in this group, then the first take lane is selected for every instrument in this group. So let's say I want to... This is the the best one and I name it Best Take Ever. (laughs) Then it will go to the other ones also the
2: first take is always the best one yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. and now if you if you comp then everything will stay in sync okay so Uh, every instrument now follows uh what i'm doing and also if i uh make crossfades every instrument will do this so yeah you can also select all such a time saver
3: uh, all the yeah. clips you can select and right-click and create fades. It will create fades on every okay. um, um, every cut you made. That's 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 really interesting because if you start cutting up stuff, you get little yeah. ticks, and uh, that really works. If so.
0: you're if you have disabled the option in the preferences, uh, create crossfades on clip edges mm-hmm. or something similar like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are uh, disabling it because if you have an eight oh eight. Mm-hmm the attack, sometimes you miss a little bit of the attack. Yeah. Um, and if you have disabled it, you can uh, uh, select your, uh, like your comps, and then mm-hmm. right the right mouse click, and then create crossfades on clip edges. And then you get small crossfades, and that's are the same crossfades that you would get if you have, like, uh, okay. en- enabled the, the feature, create cross- crossfades on clip edges. So yeah, it's, uh I
3: always have it off uh, normally because it always cuts off your kick. If you have, yeah. you sample the kick whatever yeah. you have a recorded a kick And then if you move it, you know, we all, and if, it if you,
0: yeah. And if you uh disabled it, then you can makes, uh, makes all these crossfades, just with one click and then it's ready to go. And if you've linked everything together, then it it's happening on all these three instruments. And then if you press, uh, the icon over here and the right mouse click you can also unlink tracks and now they're all unlinked again mm.
4: it's great for when you record live musicians or uh, vocalists for example uh, A few years ago I released an album where I collaborated with live musicians and this would be very
0: handy uh, to use. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It takes takes away a lot of stress because
4: uh, uh, wow yeah
0: yeah and it takes away a lot of stress because you can just play and you you know that it's going to be sort of comped you know just so you can play like a verse five times and just you know just play and Try to get the vibe and stay in the the flow, and then you can comp it uh, afterwards. So it's it's and the comping is really fast and Ableton like because yeah, comping is not new of course, but uh, Mm. the way to do it, I think it's 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 uh, an Ableton way. Yeah. Pretty pretty easy and uh, sort of intuitive, I think. Yeah. So so
2: while you are recording, you basically just. set a loop of a certain length like if you want to play a part and you you want to kind of rehearse uh, it or you know you want to have multiple takes you just put your your arrangement in a loop and and you just keep on recording and every time it hits the end of the loop it'll start a new yeah uh, a new recording or a new uh lane or something yeah, and yeah. Then you can. Yeah, that's oh. that's just a really easy way to do it. Yeah,
0: so yeah. Like, you can also do it with. Uh, I'm trying here something here. So you can also do show Take Lanes. You can also do it with MIDI. Okay. So. Okay. Fuck. I have to. Record <laughs> enable. Jeez. <laughs> so I'm playing on my QWERTY keyboard at this moment. Yeah, yeah,
4: and it starts. Uh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff.
0: So, and now I have, uh, yeah, these lanes and then you can, uh, comp or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you can delete uh, lanes. Of course you can, I think reorder them. Uh, so you can, they act like sort of normal, uh, tracks. And then you can also say, okay, don't show it anymore.
3: You can also link tracks now uh, right so uh, to have multiple tracks linked to yes yeah, su- move yeah. One. normally you have to select everything but if you already have tracks linked you don't have to go okay select all oh yeah to- that's that's to- really
2: yeah. I, yeah like i do that a lot actually because all my stuff is always uh, you know multi-tracked um i i do a lot of global edits you know like uh, yeah. silence apart or you know uh, you know, cut the time out yeah. of something. And, and if uh, it's linked,
3: it will do it to all the tracks. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's super, super nice. You can press, you can select it, press zero and it, it will deactivate
0: that, that bit, you know? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Really nice. that's
2: another time saver. Another time saver.
0: So now I consolidate this one and I can also, oh, and I, then I can drag it away and I can make another one. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, so and then also maybe consolidate this one. Ah, okay. That's nice. You can, this is okay. This is nice,
2: okay, a, because I was wondering what ha, what happens after you you've basically chosen the the elements of which you want to come together. Yeah. Um. You 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 just showed us you can hide it, but you can just all you can also just uh copy it into yeah. as a new part and then the the original uh, elements will just stay there. You can make new yeah. variations. Awesome, Amazing. and
0: then I think also I've never tried it. I can do it now live. But if you made something in this, okay, this is this is it. Then I think you can also just delete this one. Yeah. Yeah, you,
4: you yeah, just yeah. Uh, the part that you you like most.
0: Yeah, the so best no, take ever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, hiding is good enough for me. But yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. want, want to be really clean and uh, just uh, yeah. have no clutter, then this is a good way to do it. Yeah, nice one. Cool. Um, Great. Awesome. Let's keep going. But I also want the people in the comments to have a chance to, uh, to chip uh, in. <laughs> so if there is anything, um ask away. I've, I've <laughs> been, uh, I've been not really watching it. But um, let's uh, let's get let's get some more questions going. Um, if any one of you sees one,
5: um, oh, every, here we go, yeah.
2: <laughs> Freedom Club, what's up?
5: <laughs> uh,
2: does every playlist come up as the same color? Yeah, you have an option,
0: uh, let me see, you have auto-assigned track colors and you can uh, do it like enable, disable and clip color, you can choose random if you want. And then you get random colors
4: or you can outward assign a certain color. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's, I think that's, that are the options. So for me it's, I have random and because if you comp, then you get all these. And if you have, uh, the take lanes, he called it playlist. I think it's the same sort of, then you can, uh, you have like different colors. And when, when you comp it's better to, for me, it's better to see, okay, this is another part. Because if you have all the same colors, you you have a, the only thing is a line that's sort of uh, you know separates the the different comps, and if you have yeah. different colors, then it's more obvious. So, so you yeah. can you can uh, uh, check that one in the preferences, yeah, if if you like.
3: Yeah, we also uh, we I think we haven't talked about the um, new order of audio effects. So they're not on alphabetical order they're now yeah, in,
4: they are, uh, in they're in, you know, in different
3: maps huh yeah so, so yeah so you have all the so utilities has has a few and you have pitch and modulation and i i do have to say i do find myself go like uh uh where auto pen where it's uh, <laughs> uh, a modulator Oh, wait you know so it, it's a, you know it, it's it's
4: it's like, categorized differently now
3: yeah, so it's, it's categorized, actually. So where is the other pen? See, I now have to think of it, and I don't know where oh, it's in the it is. is it, uh, uh, modulation. Yeah, isn't top. there a way to search, to use search, to get... Um, yeah, search, yeah, you, you, have, search. To, yeah. So you have to search. So you have be, to better search, I guess, because it's it's, <laughs> um, it's in the folders. I'm, I'm not getting used to them. Used to them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're not that many, you know, so yeah. you, buy, you know, if you use it and, for and a few months, think, I guess you, you get used to it
4: if you use it a lot you can put a, a green dot uh, with it and name it a favorite or something like that I put yeah. in my
3: collections uh, i've put in my collections as plugs and then yeah. they are all there you know so i think that's that's a cool way to uh, I have
5: folders to, here as well Yeah,
3: with, uh, with yeah because favorites. i do the same with my external plugins you know i had them in um in folders but because i was so used to this i would always go to the a or to the z but you, your mind mm. is still like mm. in this old sort of um, uh, mind state. So it, it, it will take a bit, I guess, be before I get used to my new way of working. It's always like this. Yeah. But that's that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Something to get used to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's you it, in your collection. You still have them in in the same uh, same alphabetical order. So that's that's my workaround for it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, actually, let's talk about this one because I actually yeah. thought about this when when. Um, uh, when I saw this feature would it would it actually we're talking about tempo following now tempo following a feature mm-hmm. uh, I mean how good is it you know can you actually play along with like let's say a vinyl record or uh, because they, they suggest in, in the when they announce a new feature you can actually use it to play along with a band well I mean that's a,
5: <laughs> that's a very
2: ambitious thing I mean uh, does it actually work? does it actually work or does it need like a very steady electronic electronically generated pulse to to kind of follow the tempo or does it actually follow things which are more ir- irregular
0: it's it's designed for uh drummers and uh let's say a backing track so okay. you play you play with a live set you play also with a metronome so not so you're uh and we so you have like a beat seeker i don't know if you've uh, heard of it Mm-hmm. So it's also a Max for Live device, and it's not this is sort of a Beat Seeker uh, 2.0 version 2 and mm-hmm. built in in live. So um, it's tested with a lot of uh, multi track uh, drum recordings and also from uh, big live festivals. Uh, because if you're uh, it's uh, for a mic drum kit uh, goes to uh, live, you can say, Okay, this live of, uh, audio input will uh live follow uh tempo follow will listen to this uh audio input yeah
2: so you, you basically choose a source in yeah. in an external source whatever it is a drummer or or somebody giving a steady pulse you know yeah
0: uh,
2: but mostly a drummer as you say yeah yeah and then and then you use that audio input to you assign tempo follow to that audio input and the whole yeah. arrangement will basically lock onto the tempo that is coming in through that channel right that's the yeah. that's the idea
0: okay yeah and and so uh, it's also um, tested with multi uh concerts because of uh, if you play a concert the the whole band is like behind the the, the speakers mm. and the one that's always sort of the, the loudest is always sort of the drummer uh, so it works best with with a drum uh, signal so um, I've, I have I have an electric kit but I have I haven't tried it. With a uh, acoustic kit, so uh, there are a lot of drummers uh, like Michael Schick who is uh, experimenting with it now, and um, so we will see uh, how good it. it would is, be. In- it
2: would be interesting to get a really drunken sound drummer and see what happens to your music. <laughs> I think
0: I, <laughs> think, I, think, you, I think it's uh, it's designed to to have like uh, sm- small changes if you go. Uh, so it uh,
2: updates it updates every um, Yeah, so it doesn't really radically follow Yeah, it makes sense because it I guess if once it gets the tempo it kind of would need to restrict itself to stay within a very small range around that tempo because if 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 you do a uh, Yeah, if, if you do like a, a Fill or something it might think you're playing like four times the speed and it and you can't have that. yeah,
0: yeah so, yeah. and how it technically works, I, I'm not really sure because I'm not a developer, but um, yeah, I, I've heard some stories that it's pretty good. So okay. yeah, I tried it with uh, just clapping. So I, I put on uh, a tempo following my MacBook m- uh, microphone and start clapping with my session and start clapping like slower, the, the tempo followed and went slower. So. Um, mm. And that's just clapping on every beat. So if you have like sixty so, notes on, <clears throat> on your hi hat or whatever, it's it's more
2: right. So so how how is actually how is the 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 way to start following uh, dealt with? Because does it work the same as um, link, like live link? So you have like a four bar sort of uh, pre-count thing looping and then when you start it starts at the next bar or something is that how it works because how can can you how can you decide where when you want to drop in you can
0: uh uh, midi map or key map the follower button Mm -hmm. so you can say okay put it on now and then it's it's on and also because you have a metronome and you have in your session like four four uh 120 bpm so uh, the tempo follower knows you're playing now 120 uh, on 44 so uh, and then you can enable a tempo follower so its has a sort of starting point right. from a session and if you start that's why you cannot just start drumming like a like a fool no, you know? okay but you
2: can you can but you could you could in theory uh, you, the way to set it up and when you actually use this in in, in a real uh, stage case you could give the drummer a pad that you know that has a midi control thing yeah. you know and and then have him start the arrangement yeah, you, By, can, you know, yeah you can so, also
0: yeah. yeah you can also if you have a pre-count or whatever you have a, a, a click that starts before the show or before that number the yeah. track then you can you can uh, enable follow uh, tempo follower at yeah. the same time if you want and
2: yeah okay but yeah then you have to have the whole band you need to have have the whole band on the click track and it's not what many people like to do. <laughs> no, yeah, but you, can. you
0: can. You can also give only the drummer the yeah, okay, the, uh, yeah, the yeah. click and uh maybe two bars, and then after one bar he will count the band in with a with how do you say? Right. Yeah. 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 So there are some 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 possibilities here, but yeah, I'm 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 really curious about this whole thing. They are, you know, they are super uh excited about this feature. So I think that's <coughs> it's pretty good. But I I haven't. Tr- tried it because I don't have an acoustic drum kit but um, and I think also it's it's meant to be uh, you know everyone has to play on a not everyone but a lot of acts playing with a click and with this feature I think you have some freedom to to know that life will uh, sort of scan you and if you go a little bit faster a little bit slower uh, yeah so it's it's not that you can yeah you, maybe if you can go you can go a little bit faster a little bit slower but if you just start drumming a whole different tempo I'm not sure what will happen
2: yeah but that's yeah <laughs> actually I, I t- to be honest I I am really really curious to see how it how it would work you know especially if you want to um, have something play along a, a source which you cannot really connect to like a vinyl or something you know. Um, because with you know any hardware uh, electronic instrument, there's there are other ways to uh, to have um, you know Ableton Sync. But mm-hmm. if if it's like an acoustic source or something like that, um, I would probably try it in the studio. But I would be terrified to have it um, to have this technology be part of a thing that I do on stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but if you do a whole track from vinyl through as a source. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to work because, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not sure because it's a lot of information to handle for a program, you know, so, and if you're like... so, it, needs it, a, it, 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 need, it, it works better
2: if you provide it with just a kick or... Yeah, thread, uh. yeah,
0: yeah. like trend, better trenches or a hi-hat or... Well, yeah, I you think. could
2: pr- you could process it, you know, you could have the signal, you just low pass or high pass or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's, um, I, I'm yeah. interested it's a nice use how case. it works. Yes, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. You
3: have a piece of gear which has a really bad clock and you just use that as your master and you can still get away with it because ableton follows <laughs>
5: yeah
2: <laughs> interesting
0: interesting yeah it is yeah
2: um yeah the other thing i i thought was uh, uh interesting is something i i have the technology in the studio but i've never really used it that much is the is mpe um i mean that would o- open a whole new avenue in in sound design what, what um, internal machines or devices in Ableton are MPE compatible with uh, the release of Live 11?
0: The sampler, the simpler, wavetable, and Apeggiator. Okay. Okay. Cool. And uh, I think the the biggest one is the wavetable because you can all the movements you can map them to, like in your in your matrix you can map it to whatever it is in wavetable. So yeah. the speed of your LFO you can map it to slide or whatever. Or okay. uh, yeah it's slide. If you go up a key wave if you have a roly uh roly rise or a C block or and um so all the the sort of sound design things in wavetable you can map it to a s- specific yeah let's call it gesture and uh <clears throat> And if you want to do more, you can use the expression control. Uh, let me see. Um, yeah, I can show my. S- I can show my screen. Is that a good idea? Yeah. Sure. Go for yeah. it.
3: Actually, uh, I didn't know that arpeggiator was also.
0: Let's say that I- so here we have a wavetable and a MPE tab. So if I have used my, I've, you don't hear anything, but it's OK if I if I go up and down on my key wave of my rollie, it's, it's here on my right side. then you can see that the, the position of the wavetable goes up and down mm-hmm. and the, the press If I press harder, my filter opens up. So you can have all these, uh, and also of course, uh, uh, pitch bend. So if you do a vibrato, it's really cool. Um, So that's all internal with Wavetable. You can see like an MPE uh, sort of logo thing. So you can, you know, this one is uh, MPE compatible, but you also have um, the expression control. And here you can map certain, gestures to whatever in you whatever you can map uh, whatever parameter you want to map in ableton live so my slide is now uh, the dry wet of my delay i think
2: yeah so for people who don't who are not familiar with uh, mpe it means that you can uh, map uh, parameters per node uh, to um, all kinds of um, i mean you can map functions to um to every note individually so it's like sol- sort of like polyphonic aftertouch but for everything not just for um uh, velocity or um, um stuff or like that
0: yeah, yeah. 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 every, every yeah. note gets its own midi channel so yeah. normally you yeah. have a controller and you play something and it goes to through midi channel two or whatever and now you have one note goes to midi channel Blah blah blah, and the other one goes to another MIDI channel.
5: Mm-hmm. So yeah. you
0: can you can have like expression per note because it's sent through uh, multiple uh, MIDI channels. Yeah, it and, makes it very and,
4: expressive. And, yeah, and and how, how the behavior, like how the the amount of expression, you you can yeah again that that can all keep, be configured in the the expression control uh, thing. Yeah,
0: so this is more yeah. for this is for uh, the parameters. And this is for, in the wavetable itself, is for wavetable. You can say, okay, the pitch band uh, is, is full, but you can also do a little bit.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. okay. So, awesome. uh, yeah, and you can, we have also MPE control, and here you can uh, fine tune the behavior of your sort of controller, but then yeah. with okay. a sort of curve or whatever. Mm. And uh, if you don't have an MPE controller, uh, you can also
2: edit it by hand. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Well, would you do that? I mean, that's uh, it's possible. I mean, it's if you're if you're really specifically lo- use, uh, looking for a certain sound, it could be worth drawing all that stuff by hand. But it's uh, well, well, sometimes it's a lot you of have, work.
3: You play a chord and you just want that top note to be cut off by the filter just to mm-hmm. top <laughs> you could do it now you know it's, yeah. it's crazy but yeah. I, I, I would rather use one of these controllers i think a lot of controllers will come out in the future because it's this
5: yeah i
4: think so too
3: and uh, i only wonder if it's cpu uh, how cpu heavy is it for live perform if it's heavier because if you get lots of media information on lots of different channels back in the day if my my native instruments machine would be on omni with my live set it would it would like really start to glitch really fast mm-hmm. using a lot of because every node i would hit would be sent out to 16 mini channels because it was an omni yeah. i didn't know it, it should be on one channel but now if everything is going every node is going to have like 16 channels will we get way more cpu so i have to i've not tried to do a live thing with it but do you notice maurits is there any um
0: yeah it's not it's not per se uh sort of the how do you say the all the midi information but yeah in the the behavior of the of the your synth, synth itself yeah yeah, because yeah. it's, oh, it's cool. gonna gonna be crazy every you know with every filter and every so if you if you're throwing uh an mpe compatible plugin it's it's pretty pretty intensive but um yeah. so the the last the last stage of a, of a beta is always uh like handling CPU the best you can, like yeah. so every time. Like the 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 first uh, the first prototype of wavetable was like if I played one note, I got like hundred yeah. um, percent. And now but it's now much it's much better, you know. So it's it's. Yeah. Um, so it's what, sti- what is
2: the, what is the resolution of MPE? Is it is it like one twenty eight like MIDI uh, control information or is it denser than that?
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> because the because the automation uh, the actual curves they look so they look so smooth they must be more than 128 but that could just be a visual maybe, thing.
5: Maybe
4: double, maybe 256 or
0: something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's what you said. Maybe maybe it's more. I'm not sure. That's a good it's a good question. Awesome. Yeah.
3: I think it's 127 here. It says 0 to 127 in the MIDI uh, clip, but. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think it's just zero to one because if it would be more, it would be like a new MIDI, right? It would be like a MIDI we are all been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I, I think the long awaited
2: data. MIDI update, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
3: I think like since 1982. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, I think in the clip it says zero, but it's slide it says zero to 127. So I guess it's still the same. Okay. The I, know, I also was... don't know the technology okay. behind it
5: yeah uh, well
3: there yeah, must be the, there in must the com- be something in that's the commands
0: yes in the commands i see it's more because you're not limited to one byte i believe yeah and i yeah. think i think it's it's more and also red hook of red hook dana i don't know how to say it but <laughs> yeah like wavetable is already a cpu monster yeah it's it's a quite a heavy synth because it's super powerful and if you throw in serum of of uh how do you say the the massive x Mm-hmm. And don't play a note it's also very CPU intensive so I think okay. all the all the heavy synths are you know if you if it sounds really amazing and <laughs> you know then it's CPU intensive. <laughs> a lot of the
4: times but I also saw <laughs> in the, in version 11 you can monitor this better eh? how much yeah. CPU you are yeah. using yeah
0: per track you have an indicator you I, can I uh, as
4: well.
0: yeah and you can see which track you can the, see
4: where the, the 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 problem is if you yeah. know if it, it gets to 100 you can you can see where it
3: is yeah you can also set on your master i believe or you can set on the top right you can also set current and average so it's it's nice you have you can meter if you need to yeah. freeze something you know and it's I think, yeah it gives some more control
2: yeah if you if you have a lot of uh, cpu intensive stuff going on it's um it's indeed uh, very useful to see where the where the hogs are Living, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. the. the M1, I, I never,
2: uh, I never really get that because I, I mainly use with, work with audio. Um, recorded, yeah. but but yeah, if, if you're on a machine and do everything in the box, that's very uh, uh, handy. I got a, a, <laughs>
0: I will get my uh, a new MacBook Pro this Friday if everything okay. uh, went well, and it's the M1 MacBook with the silicon uh, new chip. Yeah, yeah. so and it curious, runs uh,
2: two thousand. Uh, uh, wavetable since
0: <laughs> I'm not sure but I'm really curious uh, what it will do because uh, now uh, life is not uh, Compatible it works with uh, Big Sur but it's not officially compatible I think and also not uh, Written for the M1 chip uh, Of course that will be happen, but I'm not sure when but uh, I'm very curious when it's when it does. Uh, what the difference will be with the normal MacBook Pro and the uh, the M1 chip. So let's see. Interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Very cool. I mean, <clears throat> there's so much to talk about. There's so many so many new things. It's a. Um, I think it's a really. Uh,
5: yeah, big I, big update, talked, and it's yeah. gonna
2: take a while to get through all the new features and see what's useful. Um, yes, for sure, the comping and the the probability stuff is something I'll I'll get stuck yeah, into straight really away. Really that's that's really stuff really that really I've really been, been waiting for. and We yeah. also get three
0: yeah. new instruments together designed together with the Spitfire Audio. So the oh upright, yeah, okay. Upright piano, the string quartet, and the brass quartet. So okay. that will be super nice. We are that is
2: part of, of, of the, the the ten suite or part of all the uh, versions? Yeah, eleven
0: suite. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah
2: 11, 11 suite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, Amazing. And it
0: will be like intimate, like an intimate upright piano, intimate string quartet, and a brass quartet. So not a, uh, a junky XL bombastic. Uh, <laughs> that's that's very nice. But this one is very intimate, mm. and I think uh, yeah, we have. Uh, some new created collections we have uh, the interface is is better i think it's much much brighter with much okay. more contrast and we've done uh, some uh, uh, how do you say some tests and 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 uh talks with a lot of people who are uh, colorblind and uh, the colors are now better to uh, distinguish
2: oh okay. wow that's and a really interesting yeah. yeah
0: so that's also a nice one and i think yeah, yeah and it's a, it a bit
3: sharper as well or did you just say that i was yeah yeah a lot more
0: contrast at, yeah if,
3: if i now open 10 it's just it's like you're going back to vga from super vga back in the day you know <laughs> it's like this i don't know it's just a bit clearer. i really like the the i don't know is it also the font changed or is it just a bit It
0: just no it's 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 the contrast is much higher and yeah, for great. me i i love like uh higher contrast but it's it's a of course a personal thing you can um yeah 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 it's if what you said it's for me it's like if i open 10 it's still a great program of course and even if 11 comes out 10 will be you know, a super program but mm-hmm. the, the visuals if i open 10 now and i haven't done it for a while it's that i'm if i'm not wearing my glasses yeah sort of yeah. that feeling yeah. so, okay, okay. Yeah, okay and then after yeah. after a few minutes it's okay of course but the, the, if you if you run it side by side, they will see like a, definitely a big, a big uh, contrast difference.
3: Yeah, okay. There's the option to also uh, change the contrast of your grid now. I always had when I zoomed all the way out, sometimes you didn't see those lines pretty well, and now you can actually oh, yeah. make, make yeah okay. darker, which I find a really nice uh workflow feature as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and the
0: last thing that we didn't talk about, and then with talked about everything that's multi <laughs> the multi clip editing we have uh, we have edit yeah. button the focus button so if you if you are uh, fiddling around with the bass and you have selected a clip with bass chords and your drums sometimes you'll fuck up another uh, instrument and now you can uh, enable focus and then you can only change or add or whatever notes on that specific instrument so it's a okay. super, super small thing, but it's it's nice. Yeah,
4: it's it can nice be uh,
0: really important.
4: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Nice.
2: Cool. Yeah. Well, since you said we've covered everything, maybe <clears throat> while we have our sort of last uh, round, uh, we can uh, ask if there are any last urgent questions, um, and. Um, yeah if not we'll uh, we'll just um wrap it up i guess because we've been talking about live 11 for n- nearly 2 hours <laughs> um so maybe uh, n- usually at the end of the show we do uh, a round of plugs you know give everybody uh, a chance to uh, to tell the audience what you are doing and if you're doing any you know workshops releases live performances stuff like that so um I don't know. In this case, it's a bit different, I guess. But uh, maybe, maybe, uh, Camille, what are you uh, up to? Anything you want to promote, make people aware of? What are you, What are you What do you coming uh, well, uh, yeah, I coming also
3: stream. Up? I also stream on Wednesdays just before you, and I often say in the end of my streams, you can you can switch over to the other channel to, uh, oh. to find more So I, I do a dive in life. So I I do uh, streams as well, and uh, I've got a YouTube page called Lessons in Life where I. Uh, gather all these interviews also with artists basically we do the same thing but a, a different I do it with one person mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and I have my school so I've got I do master classes on uh, on on uh, um, yeah, monthly I do master classes where yeah uh, people can can join these and I just make a track and hang out with people we make music and part of the uh, the entrance fee goes to uh, to the forest in Brazil so we actually make it a circular thing people learn something I make some money and the forest makes some money so that's uh, that's basically what I do and I still release music I, uh, I had a, a release on Josh Butler's label which is more the house. Uh, side of things and mm-hmm. um, I'm working on a new EP with my friend uh, Ari and uh, yeah that's what I've been doing so yeah if people want to check out the Lessons in Life platform that would be great
2: <laughs> awesome yeah yeah. I encourage everybody to have a look there um, sounds great so do you, you do these online or I guess you do right I do this uh, anyway
3: yeah. yeah since corona I just do yeah. everything online and actually I have students from from Kuwait to to Miami and uh, you know uh, every uh, yeah the whole world is now super close and everybody's at home so for me this was a great moment to go online i guess the same thing that you had you know i'm home i'm just gonna go online and hang out i actually started in march with a 12-hour stream just making music and just hanging out and guys i'm gonna break and i would have uh, some food we would come back and then uh, people oh yeah you know and just chat about ableton so this is how it actually started
5: Mm -hmm. uh,
3: that's nice to do i really also like this you know but from the beginning, I was like, "Hey, oh, there's uh, there's people online saying Oh, wait, it's like uh, all the techno uh, techno heads now, <laughs> you know. And and you know, you evolved uh, during your your whole the stream got better and better. And you know, I think we we all went into this new world, and it's nice to actually create community online. And you know, this is uh, I think really yeah, important. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Robin has been in in my show as well. We, had, we had, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. It yeah. started with, with our good discussions about all of this at uh in the backstage of paradigm when we played there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, doesn't really yeah. happen. Now we have to <laughs> we took it somewhere else.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Well, it's nice that we can now do it yeah. online, actually have people Everything uh in. great.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, I'll I'll
2: we'll have a look and um maybe I'll stop by some someday.
5: If yeah, we, if, it's
3: yeah you, you know, it's, it's usually <laughs> I started at, uh, at eight, so it's usually like one and a half hours, so we overlap a bit. So, okay, uh, but we, we could definitely do one, maybe. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah, let's merge. Yeah, man. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Sounds great. Cool. Um, Maurits,
2: you're probably very busy with uh, the pre launch of uh, Live 11, I guess.
0: Yeah, all the preparations, especially for the, for the announcement was pretty hectic. Because mm-hmm. we did some secret onboarding sessions with our certified trainers and with some selected artists, and uh, thank thank God we don't uh, we didn't have a leak. It's always uh, you know <laughs> scary if you have a leak. Um, What's the release date? When when is it coming uh, out?
2: Is that already? Yeah,
0: known? It's, we we have a date, but I we don't want to mention it. And it okay. it will be there as soon as possible, of course. And we we think we can make it, but let's say there's a showstopper and we. have and some some uh, person finds in the beta a heavy, you know, a bug or whatever. Then mm-hmm. we don't want to uh, have a date because we have a date. Yeah, so you we don't have want a to date. rush it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. because if we want to do it, we want to, yeah, do it like the best we can. Yeah. And uh, so, but yeah, this this quarter and as soon as possible. Uh, so we have, we have to have a little bit patient, but okay. You know,
2: and and um, can people still sign up for the beta?
0: yeah i think so yeah but it's um it's sort of i don't know how you say how you say in english but it's it goes like sort of slowly not everyone is signing it's it's getting the the beta right away Mm -hmm. because the support is is getting sort of overkill (laughs) if we we give everyone uh because you get also some questions uh, i cannot find how to comp or whatever and then it's it's too much so yeah uh, so it's, it's not exclusive, but it's, you know, it's selected. Kind of, it, uh, restricted. Yeah, restri- yeah, yeah limit, it goes limited. in fa- sort of phases. Uh, mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's, uh, yeah.
3: So maybe they are going to make a really good, really heavy test. You have to play uh, play a game and answer, <laughs> answer questions and then you're, you're
2: ready.
5: <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: <laughs> awesome. Okay.
2: But anyway, it, it'll be there soon. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This
2: quarter, you say. Okay. Wow. Yes. Looking awesome. forward to that. Uh, Cool, Robin. Got anything new up your sleeve since last week? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh, Yeah. Okay. uh, Yeah, I actually do. Uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm doing a live stream uh, next week. I've been invited to uh, to play at a venue uh, in uh, in Alkmaar, of all places, where two years ago I I played. uh, they They booked me for a gig there. And I will do a live stream on Saturday, the 16th with a friend of mine, Mike Storm. Oh, and okay. Mike Storm has just released an, uh, uh, an, al- an album on the Jeff Mills' Axis label. So that's going to be a nice. And as myself, well, uh, I just signed an EP on the label, uh, which yeah, I, I cannot say yet, but hopefully soon and I'm working uh, on music for another label and I'm working on an album. So let's see how that goes. Yeah. Amazing. And those awesome. are my main things that I'm uh, focusing on right now. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, at least cool. you have a gig again, you know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's in some empty club, you know, with, uh, with me and uh, maybe a sound guy and a light guy and uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Sure. yeah, yeah. But okay, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very nice to do. Um, I, I always like to, uh, to, to play. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to
2: it, of course. Yeah. Sounds great. Cool. cool. Okay. Well, thanks again, everybody. Thanks, Camille. Thanks, Maoritz. Uh, Thank you. Robin, You're
5: really nice to, speaking
2: to you all. I learned a lot actually this um, during yeah, this talk. Too. So, I'm really looking forward to get my hands on um, on on a copy and then um, get some music going. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. try some try some oh, really. of those new features. <laughs> okay. And everybody in the comments. Uh, and who is watching who's still hanging on uh, who's watching this uh, thanks for uh, for joining us Uh, I would say um, have a look at our discord server it's a nice place uh, to get connected with uh, gearheads and uh, nerds like us (laughs) and uh, share information learn things uh, if you're into music production so uh, have a look there the link should be in the in the comments or in the description of the video and last but not least if you like what we do and uh you like the Knob Twiddlers hangout and all the other store projects uh have a look to uh at our patreon page we we have a patreon page where you can get sound packs uh, and just su- you can just support the the project but also uh, find sound packs every month uh, we're actually going to do a stream tomorrow of uh, the making of the sound pack and then shortly after they'll we'll be releasing it on Patreon for the people who are in in the tiers that uh, include the sound packs. And there are some tiers with uh, masterclasses um, to get uh, into the private knob twiddlers hangouts. Um, um, Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Um, So go to Patreon slash store, I I believe it is, but the link should also be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, thanks again. Have a nice evening. Thanks for watching. Ciao, ciao.